Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hello, my people, my people, my people, my people. Uh, welcome to another episode of the God Pill Wisdom Show, a special edition of the God Pill. Uh, uh, this is um, the only show, and I'm going to leave that up to my good brother, uh, Brother Augustus, who's my co-host, uh, to you know uh, let us know uh, what that phrase that pays. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome on to the God Pill Wisdom Show, the show where you can take God's pill for his wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, you know, today, you know, is a special episode uh, because uh, we're going to be uh, actually showing you guys the um, presidential debate. Uh, so uh, we're going to do some commentary, you know, as it's going on. Uh, it looks like it's getting ready to start now. So, um, Brother God Pill, before we we, before we get off to the races here, you know, um, any, any initial thoughts uh, that you got? Um, man, I, I I think it's too early to say, but um, I think I think there's not going to be too much that's going to be unpredictable here. I think we're going to pretty much be able to see what direction this is going to go in. Uh, it may be on a higher degree than we expect, but definitely uh, predictable. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, uh, you know, and a shout out to Scary Pella, uh, Pelican. You know, uh, we've seen you flash uh, across the screen there. Shout out to uh, uh, a good friend out there on Twitch. So uh, so we're going to pull up the, the presidential debate, um, you know, uh, so as uh, it's getting ready to kick off right now. Uh, so we'll be right back, right back with you guys. Enjoy. It's going to be a long night tonight. <laughs> so, uh, so it should be interesting. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. And make the argument you make, and your, your opponent wrong, and where do you think a Justice Barrett would take the court? President Trump, in this first segment, you go first two minutes. Thank you very much, Chris. I will tell you very simply, we won the election. Elections have consequences. Senate, we have the White House, and we have a phenomenal nominee, respected by all top, top academic, uh, good in every way, good in every way. In fact, uh, some of her biggest endorsers are very liberal people from Notre Dame and other places. So I think she's going to be fantastic. We have plenty of time, uh, even if we did it after the election itself. I have a lot of time after the election, as you know. I think that uh, she will be outstanding. She's going to be uh, as good as anybody that has served on that. We really feel that uh, we have a professor. Sir Notre Dame, highly respected by all, said she's the single greatest student 
he's ever had. He's been a professor for a long time at a great school. And uh, we just uh, we won the election, and therefore we have the right to use And very few people knowingly would say otherwise. And by the way, the Democrats, they wouldn't even think about not doing it. If they had, the only difference is to try and do it faster. There's no way they would give it up. They had Merrick Garland, but the problem didn't have the election. So they were stopped. And probably that would happen in reverse also. Definitely would happen in reverse. So we won the election and we have the right to do it, Chris. President Trump, thank you. Uh, same question to you, Vice President Biden. You have two minutes. Well, first of all, um, thank you for doing this and looking thank forward you. to this, Mr. President. Thank you, Joe. I, uh, the American people have a right to have a say who the Supreme Court nominee is. And that say occurs when they vote for a United States senators and when they vote for the President of the United States. They're not going to get that chance now because we're in the middle of an election already. The election has already started. Tens of thousands of people have already voted. And so the thing that should happen is we should wait. We should wait and see what the outcome of this election is. Because that's the only way the American people get to express their view is by who they elect as president and who they elect as vice president. Now, what's at stake here is the president's made it clear he wants to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. He's been running on that, he ran on that, and he's been governing on that. He's in the Supreme Court right now trying to get rid of uh, the, uh, the Affordable Care Act, which uh, will strip 20 million people from having insurance, health insurance now, if it, if they, if it goes into court. And, and uh, the justice, and I have nothing, I'm not opposed to the justices, but she seems like a very fine person. But she's written before she went on the bench, which is her right, that she thinks that the Affordable Care Act is not constitutional. The other thing is on the court, and if, if it's struck down, what happens? Women's rights are fundamentally changed. Once again, a woman could be held pay more money because she has a pre-existing condition of pregnancy. We're able to, they're able to charge a woman more for the same exact procedure a man gets. And that ended when we, in fact, passed the Affordable Care Act. And there's 100 million people who have pre-existing conditions. And they'll be taken away as well. Those pre-existing conditions, the insurance companies are going to love this. And so it's just not appropriate to do this before this election. If he wins the election and the Senate is Democrat or Republican, then it, he goes forward. If not, we should wait until February. All right. There aren't 100 million people with pre-existing conditions. As far as the say is concerned, the people already had their say. They Okay, Justice Ginsburg said very powerfully, very strongly, at some point, 10 years ago or so, she said a president and the Senate is elected for a period of time, but a president's elected for four years. We're not elected for three years. I'm not elected for three years. So we have the Senate, we have a president. He's elected to the next During election. that period of time, during that period of time, we have an opening. I'm not elected for three years. I'm elected for four years. The and the 100 million started. people, Joe, the 100 million people is totally wrong. I don't know where you got that number. The bigger problem that you have is that you're going to extinguish 180 million people with their private health care, that they're very That's happy. That's simply not true. Well, you said no, no, going no, to socialist. No, you're going to socialist. We're now into, gentlemen, we're now into open discussion. Open discussion. Open discussion. Yes, I agree. Go ahead, Vice President. Number one, uh, he... He knows that uh, what I proposed. What I proposed is that uh, we expand Obamacare 
and we increase it. We do not wipe any. And one of the big debates we had with 23 of my colleagues trying to win the nomination that I won, were saying that Biden wanted to allow people to have private insurance still. They can. They do. They will under my proposal. It's not what you said. But and it's not what the party is, has said. That is simply the party doesn't say it. Your party wants simple. to go socialist Medicine party is and socialist right now. I am and the they're going to dominate party. you, Joe. You know that I am the Democratic Party right now. The platform of the Democratic Party Harris. is what I, in fact, approved of what I approved of. Now, here's the deal. The deal is that it's going to wipe out pre-existing conditions. And by the way, the 20, the 200 million, the 200,000 people that would have died on his watch. How many of those have survived? Well, there's 7 million people that contracted COVID. What does it mean for them going forward if you strike down the Affordable Care Act? And Joe, you've had 308,000 military people dying because you couldn't provide them proper health care in the military. So don't tell me I'm about this. I'm happy to talk about this. And if you were here, you, it wouldn't be deal. 200. It would be 2 million people because you were very late on the draw. You late didn't want me to draw. ban China, which was heavily infected. You didn't want me to ban... All right, we're, gentlemen, Europe, we're, we're, which no, was heavily Mr. President, infected. You would have been Mr. President, much later, Joe. Mr. President, later. Mr. President. You're talking about two million people. You're not President, as a moderator, <laughs> we are going to talk about COVID in the next segment, but, but go ahead. Let me finish. The point is that the president also is opposed to Roe v. Wade. That's on the ballot as well in the court, the court. And so that's also at stake right now. And so the election is all... You don't know it's on the ballot. I Why is it on the, the ballot? Because... Because Why is it on the, on the ballot? It's on the ballot in the I court. I don't think so. In the court. Well, there's nothing happening there. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. Donald, would and you, you just don't know her me? view on Roe v. Wade. You I don't, don't know her know. view. Well, all right. Let's, all right. Let's talk. I would, we got a lot to unpack here, gentlemen. We got a lot of time. So, <laughs> uh, on health care, and then we'll come back to Roe v. Wade. All right. Mr. President, the Supreme Court will hear a case a week after the election in which the Trump administration, along with 18 state attorneys general, are seeking to overturn That's right. Obamacare, to end Obamacare. You have spent the last... Because they want to give good health care. If I may ask my question, sir. Good health care. Over uh, the last four years, you have promised to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never in these four years come up with a plan... A comprehensive plan to replace Obamacare. Of course I have. 
Well, I'll give you an opportunity. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was that a big joke of Obama. That plan. is absolutely a big thing. That was the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Chris, You're that was the worst part me. of Obama. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual I, mandate was the most unpopular Vice, aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like you and to, we will protect Mr. people. President, I'm the moderator of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer your question. You, in the course of these four years, have never come up with a comprehensive plan to replace Obamacare. And just this last Thursday, you signed a largely symbolic executive order to protect people with pre-existing conditions five days before this debate. So my question, sir, is what is the Trump health care plan? First of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. Let me just tell you something. that There's nothing symbolic. I'm cutting drug prices. I'm going with favored nations, which no president has the courage to do because you're going against big pharma. Drug prices will be coming down 80 or 90 percent. You could have done it during your 47-year period in government, but you didn't do it. Nobody's done it. So we're cutting health care. All of the things that we've done, insulin, I give you an example, insulin, it's going to, it was destroying families, destroying people because I'm getting it for so cheap. It's like water. You want to know the truth. So cheap. Take a look at all of the drugs that what we're doing, prescription drug prices. We're going to allow our governors now to go to other countries to buy drugs okay. because when they fact, pay just a I, tiny fraction. Say, this is open discussion. No, let me ask this you about you'll be happy, stuff. sir. You'll be happy. I'm about to pick up on one of your points to ask the vice president, which is he points out that you would like to add a public option to Obamacare, and yes. the argument that he makes, and other Republicans make, is that that is going to end private insurance. It is and not. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, asking the question. It will not end. Party pro- says, by the way, it will end private insurance and create a government takeover of health care. It does it not. It's only for those people who are so poor they qualify for Medicaid. They can get that free in most states, except governors who want to deny people who are poor Medicaid. Anyone who qualifies for Medicare would, excuse me, Medicaid would automatically be enrolled in the public option. The vast majority of the American people would still not be in that option. Number one. So you agree with Bernie number, Sanders, I, I, far I, left, on the manifesto we call it. Well, Manifest you socialized medicine. Look, hey, are you I'm saying not you didn't listen to him? The fact of the matter is, I beat Bernie Sanders. Not by I'm, much. I, I beat him a whole hell of a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm here standing facing Oka you. Pocahontas would have left uh, two days earlier. You would have lost every primary. All he knows how to do is hurt Tuesday. Me. You got Look, very lucky. Here's the deal. I got very lucky. I'm going to get very lucky tonight as well. And tonight I'm going to make what? sure because With what? here's the deal. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just want to make sure. Joe, you're the liar. I, 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 I want to make sure. You wanted last in your class. I, 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 I want to make Mr. sure. President, can you let him finish, sir? No, he doesn't know how to do that. He has, You'd you know, surprised. You, you pick it, be surprised. The wrong guy, the wrong oh, night, no. at the wrong time. Listen, you agreed with Here's Bernie Sanders to the manifesto. The whole idea. Let, let him There is no manifesto. Number Please one. let him speak, Mr. Number two. You just lost the left. Number two. I, I, you just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie Sanders on a plan. How, folks, absolutely folks, agreed. Do you have any idea what this socialized, is? They call it Mr. Medicare. Medicare. Socialized medicine. Mr. President. Well, I'll tell you what. 
He is not for any help for people needing health care because his, because he, in fact, already has cost 10 million people their health care that they had from their employers because of his recession. Number one. Number oh, two, oh, yeah, yeah. there are 20 million people getting health care through Obamacare now that he wants to take it away. He won't ever look you in the eye and say that. That's what he wants to do. Take it away. No, I want to give Number better health care at a much lower price. But, because and by Obama the way, he doesn't know good. how. He doesn't know how I've to do that. I've already fixed it. He has never I've offered a plan. To an extent. He has Obamacare, never done a single thing. As you might thing. know, but probably don't. Gentlemen, you realize if you're both good, speaking you know, at the same good, time. And it's too expensive. Let, let the president's. Go ahead, sir. Obamacare is no good. We made it better. And I had a choice to make very early on. We took away the individual mandate. We guaranteed pre-existing conditions, but took away the individual mandate. Listen, this is the way it is. And that destroyed, that, they shouldn't even call it Obamacare. I had a choice to make. Do I let my people run it really well or badly? If I run it badly, they'll probably blame him, but they'll blame me. But more importantly, I want to help people, okay? I said, you got to run it so well. That's and I just had a meeting with them. They said, the problem is no matter how well you run Obamacare, it's a disaster. It's too expensive. Okay. Premiums are too it. high. That is doesn't work. So we, we do I, no, want to no, get no. rid of it. I, we, well, Chris, we want to get rid of it. I understand it, sir, but I have to, I have to give you roughly better. equal time. Good. Please let the vice president talk. Good. He has no plan for health care. Of course he we do. Sends, please. He sends out wishful thinking. He has executive orders that have no power. He hasn't lowered drug costs for anybody. He's been promising a health care plan since he got elected. He has none, like almost everything else he talks about. He does not have a plan. He doesn't have a plan. And the fact is, this man doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. I, have one, I have one final question for you, sure. uh, Mr. Vice President. If Senate Republicans, we were talking originally about the Supreme Court here, if Senate Republicans go ahead and confirm Justice Barrett, uh, there has been talk about ending the filibuster or even packing the court, adding to the nine justices there. You call this a distraction by the president, but in fact, it wasn't brought up by the president. It was brought up by some of your Democratic colleagues in, well, the, in the Congress. So my question to you is, you have refused in the past to talk about it. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or packing the court? Whatever position I take in that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strong you feel. Let, vote now. You pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you your senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why would you answer that because question? Because the question is, the question is, who is on Who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so right. Gentlemen, this is, I think this is so this unprecedented. We have, ended, no, no. Give a list. we have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> Keep yapping, man. The people understand, Joe. <laughs> 47 do. years, you've Joe. done nothing. They understand. Oh. All right. The second subject <laughs> is COVID-19, which is an awfully serious subject. So... Let's try to be serious about it. We have had more than 7 million cases of coronavirus in the United States and more than 200,000 people have died. Even after we produce a vaccine, experts say that it could be months or even years before we come back to anything approaching normal. My question for both of you is based on what you have said 
and done so far and what you have said you would do starting in 2021, why should the American people trust you more than your opponent to deal with this public health crisis going forward? In this case, the question goes to you first, sir. Two minutes uninterrupted. Good luck. 200,000 dead. As you said, over 7 million infected in the United States. We, in fact, have 5%, 4% of the world's population, 20% of the deaths. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 40,000 people a day are contracting COVID. In addition to that, about between 750 and 1,000 people a day are dying. When he was presented with that number, he said, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because you are who you are. That's why it is. The president has no plan. He hasn't laid out anything. He knew all the way back in February how serious this crisis was. He knew it was a deadly disease. What did he do? He's on tape is acknowledging he knew it. He said he didn't tell us or give people a warning of it because he didn't want to panic the American people. You don't panic. He panicked. In addition to that, what did he do? He went in and he, we were insisting that the Chinese, the, the people we had on the ground in China should be able to go to Wuhan and determine for themselves how dangerous this was. He did not even ask Xi to do that. He told us what a great job Xi was doing. He said we owe him a debt of gratitude for being so transparent with us. And what did he do then? He then did nothing. He, he waited and waited and waited. He still doesn't have a plan. Well, I laid out sir, back in March so, exactly so what wrong. we should be doing. And I laid out again in July what we should be doing. We should be providing all the protective gear possible. We should be providing the money the House has passed in order to be able to go out and get people the help they need to keep their businesses open, open schools that cost a lot of money. You should get out of your bunker and get out of the sand trap and get in, in your golf course and go in the Oval Office and bring together the Democrats and Republicans and fund what needs to be done now to save lives. So if wait, we wait, would have listened wait, wait, to you... you two minutes, sir. If we would have listened to you... The country would have been left wide open. Millions of people would have died, not 200,000. And one person is too much. It's China's fault. It should have never happened. They stopped it from going in, but it was China's fault. And by the way, when you talk about numbers, you don't know how many people died in China. 
You don't know how many people died in Russia. You don't know how many people died in India. They don't exactly give you a straight count, just so you understand. But if you look at what we've done, I closed it, and you said he's xenophobic. He's a racist, and he's xenophobic. Because you didn't think I should have closed our country. Wait a minute. Just two minutes. You didn't think we should have closed our country because you thought it was too, it was terrible. You wouldn't have closed it for another two months. By my doing it early, in fact, Dr. Fauci said... President Trump saved thousands of lives. Many of you, a Democrat governor, said President Trump did a phenomenal job. We worked with the governor. Oh, really? Go take a look. The governor said I did a phenomenal job. Most of them said that. In fact, people that would not be necessarily on my side said that. President Trump did a phenomenal job. We did. We got the gowns. We got the masks. We made ventilators. You wouldn't have made ventilators. And now we're weeks away from a vaccine. We're doing therapeutics already. Fewer people are dying when they get sick. Far fewer people are dying. We've done a great job. The only thing I haven't done a good job, and that's because of the fake news. No matter what you say to them, they give you bad press on it. It's just fake news. They give you good press. They give me bad press because that's the way it is, unfortunately. But let me just say something. I don't care. I've gotten used to it. But I'll tell you, Joe, you could never have done the job that we did. You don't have it in your blood. You could have never done that job. I know how to do the job. I know how to get the job. Well, you done. didn't do very well in swine flu. H1N1, you were a disaster. Your own chief 14,000 14, people died, not 200,000. There was a no very, economic let, recession. Let, sir, you made a, a, there was, there was no you made a point. Let him answer. And there was no one, there's no, we didn't shut down the economy. This is his economy that's being, he shut down. The reason it's shut down is because, look, you folks at home, how many of you get up this morning? and had an empty chair at the kitchen table because someone died of COVID. How many of you were in a situation where you lost your mom or dad and you couldn't even speak to them? You had a nurse holding a phone up so you could, in fact, say goodbye. You would have lost far How more people. people. Far that more is, people. And you would have been And by the way, your own, his, 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 own, his own CDC director says we could lose as many as another 200,000 people between now and the end of the year. And he held up. He said, if we just wear a mask, we can save half those numbers. Just just a mask. And by the way, in terms of the, the whole notion of a vaccine, we're for a vaccine, but we, I don't trust him at all. Nor do you. I know you don't. What we trust is a scientist. You don't we trust Dr. Johnson, Fauci. Johnson, Pfizer. We, 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 okay, by the way, gentlemen, and gentlemen that, let, me, let me move on to questions about the future, because you both have touched on one of the two of the questions I'm going to ask. Uh, to, focusing on the future first, President Trump, you have repeatedly either contradicted or been at odds with some of your government's own top scientists. The week before last, the head of the Centers for Disease Control, Dr. Redfield, said it would be summer before the vaccine would become generally available to the public. You said that he was confused and mistaken. Those were your two words. But Dr. Slowey, the head of your operation, Warp Speed, has said exactly the same thing. Are they both wrong? Well, I've spoken to the companies and we can have it a lot sooner. It's a very political thing because people like this would rather make it political than save lives. It is a very political thing. I've spoken to Pfizer. I've spoken to all of the people that you have to speak to. We have great Moderna, Johnson & Johnson and others. They can go faster than that by a lot become very political because the left, or I don't know if I call so, so you're left, I don't know what I call the head of your operation, Warp Speed, Dr. Sowey. I disagree with him. Yeah, No, I disagree with both of them. And he didn't say that. He said it could be there, but it could also be much sooner. I, I had him in my office two days he talk, ago. He talked about the summer, sir, before it's generally available. Just like he Dr. said Dr. it's a possibility that we'll have 
the answer before November 1st. It could I'm, also I'm be after that. generally available. It, well, we're going to deliver it right away. We have the military all set up logistically. They're all set up. We have our military that delivers soldiers, and they can do 200,000 a day. They're going to be this delivering. This is the same vaccine. man. It's all set up. By Easter, this would be gone away. By the warm weather, it'd be gone. Miraculous, like a miracle. And by the way, maybe you could inject some bleach in your arm, and that would take care of it. This is the that same man. Sarcastic, that was said sarcastically. You know that. I, I, that was said sarcastic. So here's the deal. This man is talking about a vaccine. Every serious, every serious company is talking about maybe having a vaccine done by the end of the year. But the distribution of that vaccine will not occur until sometime beginning or the middle of next year to get it out if we get the vaccine. And pray God we will. May God, we Mr. Will. Vice President, I want to pick up uh, on that. I, I, I want to pick that. up on this question, though. You say the public can trust the scientists, but they can't trust President Trump. In fact, you said that again tonight. Your running mate, Senator Harris, goes further, saying the public health experts, quote, will be muzzled, will be suppressed. Given the fact that polls already show that people are concerned about the vaccine and are reluctant to take it, are you and your running mate, Senator Harris, contributing to that fear? No more than the question you just asked him. You pointed out he puts pressure and disagrees with his own scientists. But you're saying Everybody you can't, knows, or Senator and, Harris is saying no, you can't trust the scientists. No, well, no, no, you can't trust the scientists. He did, she didn't say that. You can't she, trust She the, said the public health experts, quote, will be muzzled, will yes. be suppressed. Well, that's what he's going to try to do. But there's millions of scientists. There's thousands of scientists out there, like here at this great hospital, that don't work for him. Their job doesn't depend on him. That's not. There are the people. And by the way, to the scientists that are in charge, they will have the vaccine very soon. Do you believe for a moment what he's telling you in light of all the lies he's told you about the whole issue relating to COVID? He still hasn't even acknowledged that he knew this was happening, knew how dangerous it was going to be back in February, and he didn't even tell you. He's on record as saying it. He panicked or he just looked at the stock market. One of the two, because guess what? A lot of people died and a lot more are going to die unless he gets a lot smarter, a lot quicker. Mr. President, you use the word smart. Uh, So you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't go to Delaware State. You graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. 47 years, you've done nothing. Let's have this debate. And if you would have had, let me just tell you something, Joe. If you would have had the charge of what I was put through, I had to close the greatest economy in the history of our country. And by the way, now it's being built again. And it's going to the economy in the next segment, sir. Okay. It's going up fast. Okay. When it comes to how the virus has been handled so far, the two of you have taken very different approaches. And this is going to affect how the virus is handled going forward by whichever of you ends up becoming the next president. I want to quickly go through several of those reopenings. Vice President Biden, you have been much more reluctant than President Trump about reopening the economy and schools. Why, sir? Because he doesn't have a plan. If I were running, I know how th- what the plan is. You've got to provide these businesses the ability to have the money to be able to reopen with the PPE as well as with the sanitation they need. You have to provide Tell them that to Nancy Pelosi. To, to, well, he's just shush for a minute. Tell it to he, Nancy Pelosi. And, and Schumer, by Brian the way, Chuck. Nancy Pelosi and Schumer, they have a plan. 
He won't even meet with them. The Republicans won't meet with okay. the Senate. Okay. And, he, and he sits he sits in his golf course. And, well, I mean, nah, literally, okay. think about it. You probably or play more than it. I do, Joe. Uh, uh, what about this question <laughs> of reopenings and the fact well, that... he wants to shut down this country. Oh. And I want to keep it open. And we you did a great thing by shutting it down. wants to shut down the country. We just went through it. We had to because we didn't know anything about the disease. Now we found that elderly people with heart problems and uh, diabetes and different problems are very, very vulnerable. We learned a lot. Young children aren't. Uh, even younger people aren't. We've learned a lot. But he wants to shut it down. Uh, more people will be hurt by continuing. If you look at Pennsylvania, if you look at certain states that have been shut down, they have Democrat governors all. One of the reasons they're shut down is because they want to keep it shut down until after the election. Increasingly question the effectiveness of masks as a disease preventer. And in fact, recently you have cited the, the issue of, of waiters touching their masks and touching plates. Are you questioning the, no, I the, think the efficacy okay. of, of You have masks? to understand, if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on when I think I need it. Tonight, as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had social distancing and all of the things that you have to. But I wear, wear masks when needed. When needed, I wear a mask. Okay, let me ask. I don't have. To, I don't wear a mask like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking two hundred feet away from me. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. I will <laughs> say. Vice, I will President, say this. Vice President Biden, go ahead, sir. Look, the way to open businesses is giving them the wherewithal to be able to open. We provided money. The Congress, but I was asking you, sir, about masks. Well, mask, mask make a big difference. His own head of the CDC said, if we just wore masks between now, if there, everybody wore masks in social distance between now and January, we'd probably save up to a hundred thousand lives. It matters. And they've also it said matters. the opposite. They've and also said no. No serious person said the opposite. They've no also, so we'll serious. Right, person. Dr. You, Fauci. Dr. Fauci said the opposite. He did not I, I say the opposite. He said very strongly. Minute left in this masks segment. are not good. Then he changed his mind. He said masks good. I, I I'm okay add, with masks. I'm I want to ask you both masks. one last subject because your different approaches has even affected the way that you have campaigned. Uh, President Trump, you're holding large rallies with crowds packed together, thousands of people. Outside. Outside, yes, sir. Agreed. Uh, Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller uh, events with nobody will show up. People with that. Well, it's true. <laughs> Nobody shows up to his okay. rallies. All right. In any case, why are you holding the big rallies? Why you not? You go first, sir. Because people want to hear what I have to say. I mean, you're not doing a great about job as a president, and I'll have 35,000 people show up at airports. We use airports. Are you worried about we the have a lot of issues, people. Sir? Well, so far we have had no problem whatsoever. It's outside. That's a big difference, according to the experts. We do them outside. We have tremendous crowds, as you see. I mean, every and, and literally on 24 hours notice. And Joe does the circles and has three people someplace. Okay. Uh, by the way, did you, that, did, did you see the, one of the last big rallies he had? And a reporter came up to him to ask him a question. He said, no, no, no. Stand back. Put on your mask. Put on a mask. Have you been tested? I'm way, I'm way far away from those other people.
That's what he said. I can't. I'm going to be okay. He's not worried about you. He's not worried about the people out there breathing in one another. We've had no negative effect. No No negative effect. effect. We've had no negative effect. And we've had 35, 40,000 people want to meet the Israelis. Just quickly finish up because I want to move on to our next. Yes, I would. He's been totally irresponsible the way in which he has handled the the social distancing and people wearing masks. Basically encourage them not to. All right. Ben, he's a fool on this. If you could get the crowds, you would have done the same thing. But you can't. Nobody cares. Gentlemen, can we move on to the economy? Gentlemen, can we move on to the economy? Yes. The economy is, I think it's fair to say, recovering faster than expected from the shutdown. Much faster. In the second quarter, the unemployment rate fell to 8.4% last month. The Federal Reserve says the hit to, to growth, which is going to be there, is not going to be nearly as big as they had expected. President Trump, you say we are in a V-shaped recovery. Vice President Biden, you say it's more of a K-shape. What difference does that mean to the American people in terms of the economy. President Trump, in this segment, you go first. So we built the greatest economy in history. We closed it down because of the China plague. When the plague came in, we closed it down, which was very hard psychologically to do. He didn't think we should close it down, and he was wrong. And again, two million people would be dead now instead of still 204,000 people is too much. One person is too much. Should have never happened from China. But what happened is... We closed it down, and now we're reopening, and we're doing record business. We had 10.4 million people in a four-month period that we've put back into the workforce. That's a record the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. And he wants to close down. the. He will shut it down again. He will destroy this country. You know, a lot of people, between drugs and alcohol and depression, when you start shutting it down, you take a look at what's happening in some of your Democrat-run states where they have these tough shutdowns. And I'm telling you, it's because they don't want to open it. One of them came out last week. You saw that. Oh, we're going to open up on November 9th. Why November 9th? Because it's after the election. They think they're hurting us by keeping them closed. They're hurting people. People know what to do. They can social distance. They can wash the hands. They can wear masks. They can do whatever they want. But they got to open these states up. When you look at North Carolina, when you look at these governors are under siege, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and a couple of others, you got to open these states up. It's not fair. You're talking about almost it's like being in prison. And you look at what's going on with divorce. Look at what's going on with alcoholism and drugs. It's a very, very sad thing. And he'll close down the whole country. This guy will close down the whole country and destroy our country. Our country is coming back incredibly well, setting records as it does it. We don't need somebody to come in and say, let's shut it down. All right. Your two minutes, sir. We're now moved to you. As I, as I said, posing the question, the president says it's a V-shaped recovery. You say it's a K-shaped recovery. What's the difference? The difference is millionaires and billionaires like him in the middle of the COVID crisis have done very well. Another Billionaires have made another $300 billion because of his profligate tax proposal, and he only focused on the market. But you folks at home, you folks living in Scranton and Claymont and all the small towns and working class towns in America. How well are you doing? This guy paid well, a total of $750 wrong. in taxes. Sir, and he sir, wait, wrong wait, no, sir, it's just the wrong state. I understand. You've agreed to the two minutes, so please let him have it. Do I get my time back? The fact is that he has, in fact, worked on this in a way that he's going to be the first president of the United States to leave office having fewer jobs in his administration than when he became president. Fewer jobs. 
and when he became president. First one in American history. Secondly, the people who have lost their jobs are those people who have been on the front lines, those people who have been saving our lives, those people who have been out there dying, people who have been putting themselves in the way to make sure that we could all try to make it. And the idea that he is insisting that we go forward and open when you have almost half the states in America with a significant increase in COVID deaths and COVID cases in the United States of America. And he wants to open it up more. Why does he want to open it up? Why doesn't he take care of the America? You can't fix the economy. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner until you fix the COVID crisis. And he has no intention of doing anything about making it better for you all at home in terms of your health and your safety. Schools, why aren't schools open? Because it costs a lot of money to open them safely. You know, they, they were going to give, his administration were going to give the teachers and school students masks. And then they decided, no, couldn't do that because it's not a national emergency. Not a national emergency. They've done nothing to help small businesses. Nothing. They're closed. One in six is now gone. He ought to get on the job and take care of the needs of the American people so we can't open safely. All right. Your time is up, sir. Well, we are going to get to the... I we're have gonna, to respond to that. Well, you both had two minutes, sir. Excuse me. He made a statement. I, so did you. People want their schools... No, people want their schools open. They don't want to be shut down. They don't want their state shut down. They want their restaurants. I look at New York. It's so sad what's happening in New York. It's almost like a ghost town. And I'm not sure it can ever recover what they've done in New York. People want their places open. They want to get back to their lives. People They'll want be to careful, be safe. but they want their schools open. Okay. Want I'm the one safe. that brought back football. By the way, I brought back Big Ten football. <laughs> It was me, and I'm very happy to do it. And All right, people of Ohio are very proud of me, and you know we're how get I found out when you took gentlemen, the we're going to get to your economic plans going forward in a moment. But first, Mr. President, as you well know, there's a new report that in 2016, the year you were elected president, and 2017, your first year as president, that you paid $750 a year in federal income tax each of those years. I know that you pay a lot of other taxes, but I'm asking you the specific question. Is it true that you pay $750 in federal income taxes each of those two years? I pay millions of dollars in taxes, millions of dollars of income tax. And let me just tell you, there was a story in one of the papers. I I paid $38 million one year. I paid $27 million one year. I went... Uh, you'll see it as soon as it's finished. You'll see it. You know, if you want to do, go to the Board of Elections. There's a 118-page or so report 
that says everything I have, every bank I have, I'm totally under leveraged because the assets are extremely good. And we have a very, we have a, we, I built our I'm asking you a specific question, which but is. Let me tell you. I, I understand all of that. I, I understand all of that. But, but I'm me, a, no, Mr. President, I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions in, of dollars. So yes. not 700. Millions of dollars. And you'll get to see I, it. I'm, and you'll get to when? see it. But let me just law? tell you, Chris, let me just say something that it was the tax laws. I don't want to pay tax. Before I came here, I was a private developer. I was a private business people. Like every other private person, unless they're stupid, they go through the laws, and that's what it is. He passed a tax bill that gave us all these privileges for depreciation and for uh, tax credits. We built a building, and we get tax credits like the hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue. You get okay. a massive, which, by the way, was given to me by the Obama administration, if you can believe that. Now, the man got yeah, fired no, 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 right no. after that happened. But Vice President Biden, you want to respond? Yeah, I do want to respond. Look, the tax code that made him put him in a position that he pays less tax than a school teacher makes on the money a school teacher makes is because of him take he says he's smart because he can take advantage of the tax code and he does take advantage of the tax code that's why i'm going to eliminate the trump tax cuts and we're going to i'm going to eliminate those tax okay. cuts and make sure that we invest in the people who in fact need the help People out there need help. But why didn't you do it over 20, in the last 25 years? Because you weren't president screwing things up. You were a senator. and the worst president America has ever had. Let me just say, Joe, I've done more in... In 47 months, I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. We've done things that you never even thought of doing, okay. including Gentlemen. fixing the broken military that you gave me, let, including let, taking care we're of your talking, Mr. President, we're talking about the economy. I'd like to ask you about your plans going forward because, uh, Mr. Vice President, your economic plan, if you were to be yes, elected no. president, uh, focuses a lot on big government, big taxes, big spending. I want to focus first on the taxes. You propose more than $4 trillion over a decade in new taxes on individuals making more than $400,000 a year and on corporations. President Trump says that that kind of an increase in taxes is going to hurt the economy as it's just coming out of a recession. Well, just take a look at what is the, the analysis done by Wall Street firms. Points out that my, my economic plan would create 7 million more jobs than his in four years, number one. And number two, it would create an additional $1 trillion in economic growth because it would be about buying American. That we have to, we're going to make this federal government spend $600 billion a year on everything from ships to steel to buildings and the like. And under my proposal, we're going to make sure that every penny of that has to be made by a company. But, but respectfully, in sir, I'm talking about taxes, not spending. Oh, well, by the way, I'm going to eliminate a significant number of the tax. I'm going to make the, the, the corporate tax 28%. It shouldn't be 21%. You have 19 company, 91 companies, federal, I mean, in the Fortune 500, who don't pay a single penny in tax, making billions of dollars. Why didn't you do it before, before when you were vice president because, Obama? Because you, in fact, passed that. 
That was right. your I tax it, proposal. I got it done. And you know what happened? Yeah, you got it done. Our economy boomed and, uh, like it's yeah, never boomed. The economy Mr. President, let me pick up on that. You would continue your free market approach, lower taxes, more deregulation, correct? Not lower taxes than American people. But, but, but let me, Excuse me. But in, but in Obama's, you talk about the economy booming. It turns out that in Obama's final three years as president, more jobs were created, a million and a half more jobs than in the first three years of your presidency. They had the slowest recovery since 19 economic recovery since 1929. It was the slowest recovery. Also, they took over something that was down here. All you had to do is turn on the lights and you pick up a lot. But they had the well, slowest wait. economic recovery since 1929. Let me tell you about the stock market. When the stock market goes up, that means jobs. It also means 401ks. If you got in, if you ever became president with your ideas, you want to terminate my tax, my taxes, I, I'll tell you what, you'll lose half of the companies that have poured in here will leave and plenty half of companies, companies that are already here. They'll leave from other places. Have they will leave here. and you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Look, we inherited the worst recession short of a depression in American history. I was asked to bring it back. We were able to have an economic recovery that created the jobs you're talking about. We handed him a booming economy. He blew it. It wasn't he booming. Blew it. He it blew wasn't it. booming. It, it, was, was a, it was the weakest recovery. Is it fair to say he blew it when in when fact COVID it was record, when there was record un, low unemployment yeah. before COVID? Yeah, but, but because what he did, even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing went in a hole. Excuse number me, one. Chris. Wait. Number two. Chris. Number three. They said they, it would they, take. They, no, you were number two. No. Chris, Chris, they said it would this take guy, a miracle sorry. to bring back manufacturing. I brought back 700,000 jobs. They brought back nothing. They gave up on manufacturing. We did not. Standard fare. I'm the guy that he brought totally back gave the up on manufacturing. All right, but we brought back. I was asked to bring back. Chrysler and General Motors. We brought them back right here in the state of Ohio and Michigan. He blew it. They're gone. He blew it. And in fact, they're gone. Ohio had the best year it's ever had last year. Michigan yeah. had the best year they've ever had. That is not Many true. car companies not came true. in from Germany, from Japan, not, no. went to Michigan, no. went to Ohio. They're not and they didn't Vice, come in with you. Mr. Vice President, cut. And so you take a look at what he's actually done. He's done very little. His trade deals are the same way. He talks about these great trade deals. You know, he talks about the art of the deal. China's made perfected the art of the steel. We have a higher deficit with China now than we did before. We have the highest deficit trade deficit China with ate Mexico. Your lunch, that right, ate China, percent. In, 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 China ate your lunch, Joe. Uh, and no wonder your son goes in and he takes out he takes out billions of dollars, takes out billions of dollars to manage. He makes millions of dollars. And all also, why, were, why is it, just out of curiosity, the mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million dollars. What did he true. do to deserve it? That what did he do with Barisa to deserve $183,000? None of that is true. Oh, really? Totally. Three and a half million? Mr. President, Mr. Totally, President, please. Totally discredited. Totally discredited. And by the way, well, wait, he didn't get three and a half million dollars, Joe. Mr. Vice he got three and a half million dollars. It is not true. Oh, really, Mr. No. President? But, Mr. You, it's an it's an open discussion, please. No. You, you, it's a fact. Well, there's no reason to issue. Let the Vice totally President answer. Discredited. There was a rate of one hundred eighty-three thousand a month with, with no experience in energy. Look, my son did nothing wrong in Barisma. I think he did, Mr. President. Let him answer. 
He doesn't want to let me answer because he knows I have the truth. His position has been totally, thoroughly discredited. By who? And the media. By everybody. Well, by the, by media, the media, by our allies, by the about, World Bank, by by everyone has discredited. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, Mr. even President, the people who testified under oath. So let me ask you this: Henry, no, 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 go ahead, Mr. Henry, I'm listening to you. People under you got three and a half million dollars from Moscow. Te he testified under oath, and his administration said, "I did my job, and I did it very well. Oh, really? I did it I'd honorably." Like to know who they are. Every, well, I'll give you the list I'll of the people it. who testified. Henry, go ahead, sir. Sure, you, they, you've already fired most of them because they did some a good job. Some people don't. Well, do a good here's. Job. A, with you, Go ahead. you got the final, wait a minute. You get the final word. Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This. Hey, this hey let me person. just tell you. No, no, no. I'm Mr. President. Three and a half million. That is simply. Why did he deserve true. three and a half million from it, Moscow? Look, here's the deal. We want to talk about families and ethics. I don't want to do that. I mean, his family, we could talk about all night. His family's my already... Family, no, 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 my family already lost wrote. a fortune by coming down and helping us with government. And that's such a... Mr. President, this is not about my family or his family. It's about your family. The American people, he doesn't... That's not true. It doesn't want to talk about what you need. You, the American people. It's about you. That's what we're talking about. All right, that's the end of the segment. We're moving on. It didn't take them. Well, Vice President, President uh, Chris, no. Can I be honest? It's a very important question. No, he I, I stood up. No, stood I, up, I, the answer to the question is no. Ukraine, no, sir. With a billion sir, dollars, if you that is absolutely you know what, you're not true. true. You're, you're doing it. You're going to have tape. true, gentlemen. Is, I hate to raise my voice, but it seems to me, why shouldn't I be different than the two of you? So here's the deal. Good point. We have. Five, six segments. We have ended that segment. We're going to go to the next segment. In that segment, you each are going to have two uninterrupted moments. In those two interrupted minutes, Mr. President, you can say anything you want. I'm going to ask a question about race, but if you want to answer about something else, go ahead. But what we, it, we, I think that the country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I, I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. Well, and him too. Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting. Well, that's than all right, have. but he does plenty. Well, less than, <laughs> sir, less he does than plenty. No, he less does. than you have. Let's please continue on. The issue of race. Vice President Biden, you say that President Trump's response to the violence in Charlottesville three years ago, when he talked about very fine people on both sides, was what directly led you to launch this run for president. Oh, yeah, sure. President. Trump, you have often said that you believe you have done more for black Americans than any president, with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. My question for the two of you is why should voters trust you rather than your opponent to deal with race issues facing this country over the next four years? Vice President Biden, you go first. It's about equity and equality. It's about decency. It's about the Constitution. And we have never walked away from trying to require equity for everyone, for the whole of America. But we've never accomplished it. But we've never walked away from it like he has done. It is true. The reason I got in the races with those people, close your eyes. Remember what those people look like coming out of the fields, carrying torches, their veins bulging, just spewing anti-Semitic bile and accompanied by the Ku Klux Klan. A young woman got killed. And they asked the president what he thought he said. Said there were very people on both sides. No 
president has ever said anything like that. It is his second, sir. Second point I'd make to you is that when Floyd was killed, when Mr. Floyd was killed, there was a peaceful protest in front of the White House. What did he do? He came out of his bunker, had the military to use tear gas on him so he could walk across to a church and hold up a Bible. And then what happened after that? The bishop of that very church said that it was a disgrace. The general who was with him said he only, all he ever wants to do is divide people, not unite people at all. This is a president who has used everything as a dog whistle to try to generate racist hatred, racist division. This is a man who, in fact, you talk about helping African-Americans. One in 1,000 Americans has been killed because of the coronavirus. And if he doesn't do something quickly, by the end of the year, one in 500 will have been killed. One in 500 African-Americans. This man, this man is the is a savior of african-americans this man cares at all this man's done virtually nothing look the fact is that you have to look at what he talks about you have to look at what he did and what he did has been disastrous for the african-american community so president trump you have two minutes why should americans trust you over your opponent to deal with race he did a crime bill 1994 where you called them Super predators, African Americans, super predators, and they've never forgotten it. They've never forgotten it, Jerry. No, no, sir, it's two minutes. So you did that, and they call you a super predator, and I'm letting people out of jail now that you have treated the African American population community, you have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country. You did the 1990, and that's why, if you look at the polls, I'm doing better than any Republican has done in a long time because they saw what you did. You call them super predators and you've called them worse than that because you look back at your testimony over the years you've called them a lot worse than that as far as the church is concerned and as far as the generals are concerned we just got the support of 200 250 military leaders and generals total support law enforcement almost every law enforcement group in the united states i have florida i have texas i have ohio i have Everyone, excuse me, Portland, the sheriff just came out today and he said, I support President Trump. I don't think you have any law enforcement. You can't even say the word law enforcement, because if you say those words, you're going to lose all of your radical left supporters. And why aren't you saying those words? Joe? Why don't you say the words law enforcement? Because you know what? If they called us in Portland, we would put out that fire in a half an hour, but they won't do it because they're run by radical left Democrats. If you look at Chicago, if you look at any place you want to look, Seattle, they heard we were coming in the following day and they put up their hands and we got back Seattle. Minneapolis, we got it back, Joe, because we believe in law and order, but you don't. The top 10 cities and just about the top 40 cities are run by Democrats and in many cases radical left, and they've got you wrapped around their face. Joe, to a point where you don't want to say anything about law and order. And I'll tell you what, the people of this country want and demand law and order, and you're afraid to say it. All right. I want to return to the question of race. Vice President Biden, after the grand jury in the Breonna Taylor case, decided not to charge any of the police with homicide. You said it raises the question, quote, whether justice could be equally applied in America. 
America. Do you believe that there is a separate but unequal system of justice for blacks in this country? Yes, there is a systemic injustice in this country, in education, in work, and in in law enforcement, and the, and the way in which it's enforced. But look, the vast majority of police officers are good, decent, honorable men and women. They risk their lives every day to take care of us. But there are bad apples. And when they occur, when they find them, they have to be sorted out. They have to be held accountable. They have to be held accountable. And what I'm going to do as President of the United States is call a, a, together an entire group of people at the White House, well, everything from the civil rights groups to the police officers, the police chiefs, and we're going to work this out. We're going to work. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Work this out so we change the way in which we have more transparency in when these things happen. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to, to, to George Floyd. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to Breonna Taylor. Most don't like it. But we have to have a system where people are held accountable. When And by the way, violence in response is never appropriate. Never appropriate. Peaceful protest is. Violence is never appropriate. All right, what is peaceful President, protest? When they run through the middle President, of the town President Trump, and burn down President your stores Trump, and kill people President all over Trump, the place? That is not peaceful, peaceful protest. No, it's not, not asking. But you say it is. President Trump, I'd like to continue with yes, the issue right, of race. Please. I promise we're going to get to the issue of law and order please. in a moment. Right. This month, your administration uh, directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. Why did you decide to do that, to end racial sensitivity training? And do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir? I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical a revolution that was taking place in our military, uh, in our schools, all over the place, and you know it, and so does what, everybody what, what else. Radical, and he would know. What is oh, radical totally about racist. racial sensitivity training? If you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And if you look at the people, we were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas. And, and really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. We have to go back to the core values of this country. They were teaching people that our country is a horrible place. It's a racist place. And they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm no not going to allow that to happen. Vice President Biden. Nobody's doing that. He's just, he's oh, you, racist. You, you just don't. Here's the deal. I, I know a lot more about you this. Don't. Let him finish. The fact is that there is 
racial insensitivity. People have to be made aware of what other people feel like, what what insults them, what is demeaning to them. It's important that people know they don't want to. Many people don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but it's, it makes a big difference. It makes a gigantic difference in the way a child is able to grow up and have a, self, a sense of self-esteem. It's a little bit like how this guy and, and his friends look down on so many people. They look down their nose on people like Irish Catholics like me and grow up in Scranton. They look down on people who don't have money. They look down on people who are of a different faith. They look down on people who are a different color. In fact, we're all Americans. The only way we're going to bring this country together is bring everybody together. There's nothing we cannot do if we do it together. We can take this on and we can defeat racism. Vice President, I mean, President Trump, sir. During the Obama-Biden administration, there was tremendous division. There was hatred. You look at uh, Ferguson. You look at, you go to very many places. Look at Oakland. Look what happened in Oakland. Look what happened in Baltimore. Look what happened to... Frankly, it was more violent even seeing now. But the reason is is that the Democrats that run these cities don't want to talk like you about law and order. You still haven't mentioned. Are you in favor of law and order? I'm in favor of law. You follow. Are you in favor of law and order? Go ahead. You ask a question. Let him finish. Law and order. Law and order with justice, where people get treated fairly. And the fact of the matter is. Violent crime went down 7%, 15% in our administration. All right. It's gone up on his watch. Went he, much more he, he than ours. All right. We're, we're, Mr. President, Mr. President, you're going to be Mr. President, you're going to be very happy because we're now going to talk about law and order. Since we had trouble, we're Democratic-run cities. That's exactly my Democratic question. There has been a dramatic increase in homicides in America this summer particularly, and you often blame that on Democratic mayors and Democratic governors, but in fact there have been equivalent spikes in Republican-led cities like Tulsa and Fort Worth. So the question is, is this really a party issue? I think it's a party issue. You can bring a couple of examples, but if you look at Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, where uh, 53 people were shot and eight died shot. If you look at New York, where it's gone up like nobody's ever seen anything, the numbers are going up 100, 150, 200 percent uh, crime. It's, it is crazy what's going on. And he doesn't want to say law and order because he can't, because he'll lose his radical supporters. And once he does that, it's over. But if he ever got to run this country and they ran it the way he would want to run it, we would have we would our suburbs would be gone. By the suburbs. way, our suburbs would be gone. And you would see problems like he would know a suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. He would not. So much. I was, wait, wait, raised, go ahead. I was, wait a minute. I was wait. raised in the suburbs. This is not 1950. All these dog whistles and racism don't work anymore. Suburbs are by and large integrated. There are as many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in, in the past. What's what really is a threat to the suburbs and their safety is his failure to deal with covid they're dying in the suburbs his failure to deal with the environment they're being flooded they're being burned out because okay. his refusal to do anything that's why the suburbs are in trouble I, I do want to talk about this issue of law and order though and in the joint recommendation that came from the biden bernie sanders task force you talked about reimagining policing First of all, what does reimagining policing mean, and do you support? It means. Uh, uh, let me, if I might finish the question. What does reimagining policing mean, and do you support the Black Lives Matter 
uh, call for uh, for community control of policing. Look, what I support is the police having the opportunity to deal with the problems they face. And I'm, not, I'm totally opposed to defunding the police officers. As a matter of fact, police, local police, the only one defunding in his budget calls for a $400 million cut in local law enforcement assistance. They need more assistance. They need when they show up for a 9-11 call to have someone with them as a psychologist or psychiatrist to keep them from having to use force and be able to talk people down. We have to have community policing like we had before, where the officers get to know the people in the communities. That's when crime went down. It didn't go up. It went down. And so we have to be engaged. That's not what they're talking about, that's, Chris. That's well, not what that's, they're talking that's, He's that's talking exactly, about defunding the that, police. That is not true. He doesn't have any well, law well, you, support. Look, he has no law enforcement That's not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look. Oh, Roy, who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look. ahead. Look, think we have time. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, no, think All about right, it. Name one law enforcement group that came well, out think, and I supported. Gentlemen, I think I'm going to I'm going to take back the moderator's role, and I want to get to another subject, which is the issue of protests in many cities that have turned violent in Portland, Oregon, especially. We had a, more than a hundred straight days of protests which I think you would agree, you talk about peaceful protests, many of those turned into peaceful. riots. Mr. Vice President, you say that people who commit crimes should be held accountable. The question I have, though, is as the Democratic nominee, and earlier tonight you said that you are the Democratic Party right now, have you ever called the Democratic mayor of Portland or the Democratic governor of Oregon and said, Hey, you got to stop this. Bring in the National Guard. Do whatever it takes, but you stop the days and months of in, in Portland. I don't hold public office now. I am a former vice president. I've made it clear. I've made it clear in my public statements that the violence should be prosecuted. It should be prosecuted. Anyone who commits it, but you've never called for the people, the leader. Excuse me, sir. You have never called for the leaders in Portland and in Oregon to call us, bring in the National Guard and knock off a hundred days of riots. They can, in fact, take care of it if he just stay out of the way. Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? Here's the thing. of a young man in the middle of the street. They shot him. And for three days, President Trump, I understand the U.S. Marshals take care of business. Go ahead, sir. And by the way. You know, his own former spokesperson said, you know, riots and chaos and violence help his cause. That's what this is all about. I don't know who said that. I do. Who? I think Kellyanne Conway. I don't think she said that. She said that. And so here's the the point. The point is that that's what he is keeps trying to rile everything up. He doesn't want to calm things down. Instead of going in and talking to people and saying, let's get everybody together, figure out how to deal with this. What's he do? He just pours gasoline in the fire constantly and every single solitary okay, time. And, and to end this, button up this segment, I'm going to give you a minute to answer, sir. You have repeatedly well, criticized. Wait, I have to answer his statement. No, you have his repeatedly. Statement. Wait, you have repeat, no, thinking. you've been talking you back made and a forth. statement. I'm asking you. I would love to end it. I would love to end it. You know, if you want to switch seats, we, we, can, quickly. we can do that. But I'm sending no, the I'm, National I'm, Guard. It would be over. There'd be no problem. Okay. But they don't want to accept the National Guard. You have repeatedly criticized the the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing right. extremist groups. But are you willing tonight 
to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? I would, ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing. Not from the right. So what are you? What are you? What are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Say. Do you want to call him? What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacist and white like supremacist. White supremacist and white supremacist. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This is, this is a left wing. This is a left wing supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what his an idea. FBI. His okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, then, you know what? No, no, that, we're, done, we're done, sir. We're moving on to the next. Everybody, everybody put a bad in your administration. Not an idea. Everybody in your administration tells you the truth is has a bad idea. I tell you what? You have no idea. Antifa is a dangerous All right, radical gentlemen, group. we're now moving on to the Trump and, and Biden records. They'll overthrow you. When a president, I'm going to ask a question. When the president seeks a second term, it is generally a referendum on his record. But Vice President Biden, you like to quote one of your dad's sayings, which is don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. And in this case, sir, you are the alternative. Looking at both of your records, I'm going to ask each of you, why should voters elect you president over your opponent in this segment? President Trump, you go first two minutes. Because there has never been an administration or president who has done more than I've done in a period of three and a half years. And that's despite the impeachment hoax. And you saw what happened today with Hillary Clinton, where it was a whole big con job. But despite going through all of these things where I had a fight both flanks and behind me and above, there has never been an administration that's done what I've done. The greatest, before COVID came in, the greatest economy in history, lowest unemployment numbers, everything was good, everything was going. And by the way, there was unity going to happen. People were calling me for the first time in years. They were calling and they were saying, it's time maybe. And then what happened? We got hit, but now we're building it back up again. A rebuilding of the military, including Space Force and all of the other things. A, a fixing of the the VA, which was a mess under him. 308,000 people died because they didn't have proper health care. He, he was a mess. And we now got a 91% approval rating at the VA, our vets. We take care of our vets. But we've rebuilt our military job that we've done. And, and I'll tell you some. Some people say maybe most important. By the end of the first term, I'll have approximately 300 federal judges and court of appeals judges, 300, and hopefully three great Supreme Court judges, justices. That is a record, the likes of which very few people. And you know one of the reasons I'll have so many judges? Because President Obama and him left me 128 Judges to fill. When you leave office, you don't leave any judges. That's like you just don't do that. They left 128 openings. If I were a member of his party, because they have a different philosophy, I'd say if you left us 128 openings, you can't be a good president. You can't be a good vice president. But I want to thank you because it gives us almost, it'll probably be above that number by the end of this term. I'm sorry. 300 judges. It's a record. Looking at both your records, why should voters elect you president as opposed to President Trump? Mr. You have president. two minutes uninterrupted. 
Under this president, we become weaker, sicker, poorer, more divided, and more violent. When I was vice president, we inherited a recession. I was asked to fix it. I did. We left him a booming economy, and he caused a recession. With regard to being weaker, the fact is that I've gone head-to-head with Putin and made it clear to him we're not going to take any of his stuff. He's Putin's puppy. He still refuses to even say anything to Putin about the bounty on the heads of American soldiers. Your son got and, no, no, no. a million dollars. And by the way, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, your campaign agreed to both sides would get two-minute answers uninterrupted. Well, your, your side agreed to it, and why don't you observe what your campaign agreed to as a ground Okay, sir. He never keeps his word. Can you ask, sir? No, no I'm not asking. That was a rhetorical question. Can you go ahead back sir. 30 seconds? Yeah, yes, you may have. All right. Go ahead. So, thirdly, Urper, the billionaires have gotten much, much more wealthy by a tune of over four, three to four hundred billion dollars more just since COVID. You and home, you got less. You're in more trouble than you were before. In terms of being more violent. When we were in office, there were 15% less violence in America than there is today. He's president of the United States. It's on his watch. And with regard to more divided, the nation can't stay divided. We can't be this way. And speaking of my son, the way you talk about the military, the way you talk about them being losers and being and, 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 and just being suckers, my son was in Iraq. He spent a year there. He got the, he got the brown star. He got the Conspicuous Service Medal. He was not a loser. He was a patriot. And the people left behind oh, there really? were heroes. Really? And I resent Are you talking about Hunter? Hell. Are you talking about I'm Hunter? talking about my son, Bo Biden. You're talking about I don't about know. Bo. I don't know, Bo. I know Hunter. Yeah, Hunter, you know got Bo. Thrown, Hunter got thrown out of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. It wasn't cocaine use. And he didn't have a job until you became vice president. Once you None became vice president, he made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, and various other places. True. He my made son, a fortune. Gentlemen, my son. And he didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's, 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 he's fixed it. He's worked on it. And I'm proud of him. But why was he given of my tens son. of millions of dollars? Right. He wasn't given right. tens of millions of dollars. Totally, that is President totally, President Trump, totally, you've already, we've already been through, totally we've, we've already been through this. I think the American people would rather hear about more substantial so subjects. Well, you know, as the moderator, sir, I'm going to make a, I know, a judgment call here. Gets three and a half million okay, dollars right. from the bear Romney on that committee said it wasn't worth taxpayers' that, money, that report. It was written for political you, reasons. You know, I'd like to talk about climate change. So would I. Okay. The forest fires in the West are raging now. They have burned millions of acres. They have displaced hundreds of thousands of people. When state officials there blame the fires on climate change, Mr. President, you said, I don't think... The science knows. Over your four years, you have pulled the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Accord. You've rolled back a number of Obama environmental records. What do you believe about the science of climate change? And what will you do in the next four years to confront it? I want crystal clean water and air. I want beautiful, clean air. We have now the lowest carbon. If you look at our numbers right now, we are doing phenomenally, but I haven't destroyed.
destroyed our businesses. Our businesses aren't put out of commission. If you look at the Paris Accord, it was a disaster from our standpoint. And people are actually very happy about what's going on because our businesses are doing well. As far as the fires are concerned, you need forest management in addition to everything else. The forest floors are loaded up with trees, dead trees that are years old. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet that MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports now in more markets than ever. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Then they're like Tinder. And leaves and everything else, you drop a cigarette and then the whole forest burns down. You've got to have management. What do you You've believe? What do you believe about the science of climate change, sir? Uh, I believe that we have to do everything we can to have immaculate air, immaculate water, and do whatever else we can that's good. You know, we're planting a billion trees, the Big Tree Project, and it's very exciting. You believe that, that human pollution, gas, greenhouse gas emissions contribute to the global warming of the planet? I think planet. a lot of things do, but I think to an extent, yes. I think to an extent, yes. But I also think we have to do better management of our forests. Every year, I get the call, California's burning. California's burning. If that was cleaned, if that were, if you had forest management, good forest management, you wouldn't be getting those calls. You know, in Europe, they live their first cities. They're called forest cities. They maintain their forests. They manage their forests. I was with the head of a major country. It's a forest city. He said, sir, we have trees that are far more, they, they ignite much easier than California. There shouldn't be that problem. I spoke with the governor about it. I'm getting along very well with the governor. But I said, you know, at some point, you can't every year have hundreds of thousands of acres of land just burned to the ground. But, sir, That's burning down because of a lack of But, matter. sir, if you believe in the science of climate change, why have you rolled back the Obama clean power plan, which limited carbon emissions in power plants? Why have you relaxed... Because it was driving energy prices through the sky. Why have you relaxed fuel economy standards that are going to create more pollution from cars? Well, not really, because what's happening is the car is much less expensive and it's a much safer car and you're talking about a tiny difference and then what would happen because of the cost of the car you would have at least 
double and triple the number of cars purchased. We have the old slugs out there that are 10, 12 years old. If you did that, the car would be safer. It would be much cheaper by $3,500. But $3, in, in the case of California, they've simply no, ignored. It would take a lot of cars off. off the market because people would be able to afford a car. Now, now so and we're going to see how that turns out. But a lot of people agree with me, many people. The car has gotten so expensive because they have computers all over the place for an extra little bit okay. of gasoline. And, not... and, and, and I'm okay with electric cars, too. I think I'm all for electric cars. I've given big incentives for electric cars. But what they've done in California is just all crazy. Right. Vice President Biden, I'd like you to, to respond to the president's climate change record. But I also want to ask you about... Uh, Concern. You proposed $2 trillion in green jobs. You talked about new limits, not abolishing, but new limits on fracking, ending the use of fossil fuels to generate electricity by 2035, net emission of greenhouse gases by 2050. The president says a lot of these things would tank the economy and cost millions of jobs. He's absolutely wrong, number one. Number two, if in fact, when, when our, during our administration, the Recovery Act, I was able to, I was in charge, able to bring down the cost of renewable energy to cheaper than or as cheap as coal and gas and oil. Nobody's going to build another uh, uh, coal-fired plant in America. No one's going to build another oil-fired plant in America. They're going to move to renewable energy, number one. Number two, we're going to make sure that we are able to take the federal fleet and turn it into a fleet that's run on their electric vehicles, making sure that we can do that. We're going to put 500,000 charging stations and all of the highways that we're going to be building in the future. We're going to build an economy that, in fact, is going to provide for the ability of us to take 4 million buildings and make sure that they, in fact, are weatherized in a way that, in fact, will, they'll, they'll emit significantly less gas and oil because the heat will not be going out. There are so many things that we can do now to create thousands and thousands of jobs. We can get to net zero in terms of energy production by 2035, not only not costing people jobs, creating jobs, creating millions of good paying jobs, not 15 bucks an hour, but prevailing wage by having a new infrastructure that, in fact, is green. And the first thing I will do, I will rejoin the Paris Accord. I will join the Paris Accord because with us out of it, look what's happening. It's all falling apart. And talk about someone who has no no relationship to, with foreign policy. Brazil, the rainforests of Brazil are being torn down, are being ripped down. More, more carbon is absorbed in that rainforest than every bit of carbon that's admitted in the United States. Instead of doing something about that, I would be gathering up and making sure we had the, com the countries of the world coming up with $20 billion and say, here's $20 billion. Stop, stop tearing down the forest. And if you don't, then you're going to have significant economic consequences. What about, what about the argument that President Trump basically says that you have to balance environmental interests and economic interests, and he's drawn his line well, he hadn't drawn a line. He still, for example, makes sure that we, he wants to make sure that methane's not a problem. We can, you, you can now emit more methane without it being a problem. Methane. This is a guy who says that you don't have to have mileage standards for automobiles that exist now. This is a guy who says that 
the fact that it's, it's all true. And here's You're the talking deal. about the Green New Deal, and it's not two billion I'm, or twenty billion. It's, I'm it's one hundred trillion dollars. I'm talking about where they want to rip down buildings and rebuild the building. No, it's the that dumbest, is not, that ridiculous. Is not where airplanes are out of business, that's where it. car systems are out, where not they want true. to take out the cows. To, not, you know, that's true. not true either, right? Not this true. is a this is a one hundred trillion. Look, that's more money than our country could make in a hundred years if we're not but the case all right let me let me let me let me because because i actually wait a minute sir i actually (laughs) have studied your plan and it includes upgrading four million buildings weatherizing two million homes over four years building one and a half million energy efficient homes so the question becomes some the president is saying i think some people who support the president would say that's like it's going to cost a lot of money and hurt the economy. What it's going to do is going to create thousands and millions of jobs, good paying jobs. But let him finish, sir. He doesn't know how to do that. The fact is it's going to create millions of good paying jobs and these tax incentives to people for people to weatherize, which he wants to get get rid of it's going to make the much safer look how much we're paying now to deal with the hurricanes with the deal with by the way he has an answer for hurricanes he said maybe we should drop a nuclear weapon on them they may i never said that that's what they did you made it up uh and here's the deal you make up we we are going to be in a position where we can create hard hard good jobs by making sure the environment is clean and we all are in better shape we spend billions of dollars, billions of dollars on floods, hurricanes, rising seas. We're in real trouble. Look what's happened just in the Midwest with these storms that come through and wipe out entire sections and counties in Iowa. That didn't happen before. They're because of global warming. We make up 15% of the world's problem. We, in fact, but the, the rest of the world, we've got to get them to come along. That's why we have to get back into back into the Paris Accord. All right, gentlemen. Wait a minute, Chris. So why didn't he do it for 47 years? You were vice president. Why didn't you get the world? China sends up real dirt into the air. Russia does. India does. They all do. We're supposed to be good. And by the way, he made a couple of statements. The Green New Deal is $100 trillion. That is not, not my billion. plan. That's the Green uh, well, New Deal. Well, if you want to rebuild every is building, not my plan. Right. Right. If you want to rebuild anything, to, about, if you gentlemen, anything, he made a statement about, about the military. He said I said something about the military. He and his friends made it up, and then they went with it. I never said okay. that. Is what not he true. did Sir, is he said in segment, he called Mr. the military stupid bastards. And he said it on tape. He said stupid bastards. Stop. I would never say that. Stop. Play it. Go ahead. Mr. Vice right President uh, answered his his final question. Final question is, I can't remember which of all his rantings. <laughs> I'm, having a little tru- I'm having a little trouble myself. But, uh, and, and about the economy and about this question of what it's going to cost. The, the, economy, the economy. I mean, the Green New Deal the, and the idea of what, what the, your environmental change will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. But do you We're support build the Green New Deal? Pardon me? You support? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, that's a you big statement. I support the just plan. the radical left. I, su- I support oh, the don't. Biden plan that I put forward. Okay. The Biden plan, which is different than what he calls the radical Green New Deal. All right, gentlemen, final segment. Election integrity. As we meet tonight, millions of Americans are receiving mail-in ballots or going to vote early. How confident 
should we be that this will be a fair election? And what are you prepared to do over the next five plus weeks? Because it not only be to election day, but also counting some ballots, mail-in ballots after election day. What are you prepared to do to reassure the people that the next president will be the legitimate winner of this election in this final segment? Mr. Vice President, you go first. Prepare to let people vote. They should go to IWillVote.com. Decide how they're going to vote, when they're going to vote, and what means by which they're going to vote. His own Homeland Security Director, and as well as the FBI Director, says there is no evidence at all that mail-in ballots are a source of of being manipulated and cheating. They said that. The fact is that there are going to be millions of people because of COVID that are going to be voting by mail-in ballots, like he does, by the way. He sits behind the Resolute desk and sends his ballot to Florida, number one. Number two, we're going to make sure that those people who want to vote in person are able to vote because enough poll watchers are there to make sure they can socially distance. The polls are open on time, and their polls stay open until the votes are counted. And this is all about trying to dissuade people from voting because he's trying to to scare people into thinking that it's not going to be legitimate. Show up and vote. You will determine the outcome of this election. Vote, vote, vote. If you're able to vote early in your state, vote early. If you're able to vote in person, vote in person. Vote whatever way is the best way for you. Because you will, he cannot stop you from being able to determine the outcome of this election. And in terms of whether or not when the votes are counted and they're all counted, that will be accepted. If I win that will be accepted. If I lose, it'll be accepted. But by the way, if in fact he says he's not sure what he's going to accept, well, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter because if we get the votes, it's going to be all over. He's going to go. He can't stay in power. It won't happen. It won't happen. So vote. Just make sure you understand you have it in your control to determine what this country is going to look like the next four years. Is it going to change and get four more years of these lies? Mr. President, two minutes. So when I listened to Joe talking about a transition, uh, there's been no transition from when I won. I won that election. And if you look at crooked Hillary Clinton, if you look at all of the different people, uh, there was no transition because they came after me trying to do a coup. They came after me spying on my campaign. They started from the day I won and even before I won, from the day I came down the escalator with our first lady. They were a disaster. They were a disgrace to our country. And we've caught them. We've caught them all. We've got on tape. We've caught them all. And by the way, you gave the idea for the Logan Act against General Flynn. You better take a look at that because we caught you in a sense. And President Obama was sitting in the office. He knew about it, too. So don't tell me about a free transition. As far as the ballots are concerned, it's a disaster. A solicited ballot Okay, solicited is okay. You're soliciting, you're asking, they send it back, you send it back. I did that. If you have an unsolicited, they're sending millions of ballots all over the country. There's fraud. They found them in creeks. They found some with the name Trump, just happened to have the name Trump just the other day in a waste paper basket. They're being sent all over the place. They sent two in a Democrat area. They sent out a thousand ballots. Everybody got two ballots. Going to be a fraud like you've never seen. The other thing, it's nice on November 3rd, you're watching and you see who won the election. 
And I think we're going to do well because people are really happy with the job we've done. But you know what? We won't know. We might not know for months because these ballots are going to be all over. Take a look at what happened in Manhattan. Take a look at what happened in New Jersey. Take a look at what happened in Virginia and other places. They're not losing 2%, 1%, which, by the way, is too much. An election could be one off with that. They're losing 30 and 40%. It's a fraud and it's a shame. And can you imagine where they say uh, you have to have your ballot in by November 10th? November 10th. That means that's seven days after the election, in theory, should have been announced. Okay. We have major states for that. I, sir, All run by Democrats. Two minutes is two minutes. All run you're, by you're, Democrats. It's President a, Trump, you're going to be able to continue. You have been charging for months and mail-in balloting is going to be a disaster. You say it's rigged, that it's going to lead to fraud. But in 2018, in the last midterm election, 31 million people voted mail-in voting. That was a quarter, more than a quarter of all the voters that year cast their ballots by mail. Now that millions of mail-in ballots have gone out, what are you going to do about it? And are you counting on the Supreme Court, including a Justice Barrett, to settle any dispute. Yeah, I, th I think I'm counting them to look at the ballots, definitely. I don't think, well, I hope we don't need them in terms of the election itself. But for the ballots, I think so. Because what's happening is incredible. I just heard, I read today, where at least 1% of the ballots for 2016 were invalidated. They they take them. We don't like them. We don't like them. But they what throw are you them do out about left There are right. millions of ballots going out what right now. What you do now. is you, you go know? and vote. You do a solicited ballot, no, no, and that's I'm okay, not, or you complaint. go and vote. I'm asking you about the fact that millions of people... You go and vote. You go and vote. No, but like they, like you they used to in the old... Millions of people... You either do, Chris, a solicited ballot where you're sending it in, they're sending it back, and you're sending... They have mailmen. With lots of it. Did you see what's going on? Take a look at West Virginia. Mailmen selling the ballots. They're being sold. They're being dumped in rivers. This is a horrible thing for our country. There is no, this is not, there is no this is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. Five states have had mail-in ballots for the last decade or more. Five, including two Republican states. And you don't have to solicit the ballot. It's sent to, it's sent to your home. What we're saying is they're saying is that it has to be a postmark by the time election day. If it doesn't get in till the 7th, 8th, ninth, it still should be counted. He's just afraid of counting the votes. Because You're wrong. You're wrong. No, I, I, I want to continue with you on this. I love you. Vice President Biden. Chris so wrong when he makes his statement no, like that. Excuse me. Vice President Biden, the biggest problem, in fact, over the years with mail-in voting has not been fraud historically. It has been that sizable numbers, sometimes hundreds of thousands of ballots are thrown out because they have not been properly filled out or there is some other irregularity or they missed fraud. the deadline. So the question I have is, are you concerned that the Supreme Court will settle any dispute? I'm concerned that any court would settle this because here's the deal. When you, when you file, when you get a ballot and you fill it out, you're supposed to have an affidavit. If you didn't know, you have someone say that this is me. You should be able to, if in fact you can verify that's you when the, before the ballot is thrown out, that's sufficient to be able to count the ballot because someone made a mistake and not dotting the correct I. Who they voted for, testify, say who they voted for, say it's you, that is totally legitimate. All right. Final, no, no, no. When you I have, have a 80 final, million I, ballots, I have a final Senate question. is swamping.
I, the system. I, you, 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 you know it can't. You know it can't. And already all right. there's been so now, mail service delivers a Final question there in eight states. We can keep talking. In eight states, election workers are prohibited currently by law, eight states, from even beginning to process ballots, even take them out of the envelopes and yes. flatten them until election day. That means that it's likely, because there's going to be a huge increase in mail-in balloting, that we are not going to know on election night who the winner is, that it could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months. until we find out who the, the, the new president is. So I... First for you, sir, finally, for the for the vice president, I hope neither of you will interrupt the other. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm during this extended period, not to engage in any civil unrest? And will you pledge tonight that you will not declare victory until the election has been independently certified? President Trump, I'm you go urging first. my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully because that's what has to happen. I am. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Urging them to do it. As you know, today there was a big problem. In Philadelphia, they went in to watch. They were called poll watchers, a very safe, very nice thing. They were thrown out. They weren't allowed to watch. You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. And Are I you- am urging... I am urging my people. I hope it's going to be a fair election. If it's a fair You're election, I am 100% on board. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. And I'll tell and what, you what, from a common sense, does that mean I'll you're tell you what it means. It means you have a fraudulent election. You're sending out 80 million ballots. They're not, they're not equipped to These people aren't equipped to handle it, number one. Number two, okay. they cheat. They cheat. Hey, they found ballots in a waste paper basket three days ago, and they all had the name military ballots. They were military. They all had the name Trump on them. Vice President Biden, Biden, final question for you. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm while the vote is counted? And will you pledge not to declare victory until the election is independently certified? Yes. And here's the deal. We count the ballots, as you pointed out. Some of these ballots in some states can't even be opened until Election Day. And if there's thousands of ballots, it's going to take time to do it. And by the way, our military, they've been voting by ballots for since the end of the Civil War, in effect. And that's and that's what's happen, going to happen. Why was it not? Why is it for them somehow not fraudulent? It's the same process. It's honest. No one has established at all that there. There is fraud related to mail-in ballots. 
that uh, somehow it's a fraudulent process. It's already been established. Look at Carolyn Maloney. I asked you, you had an opportunity to respond. Look at Carolyn Maloney. They have no idea what happened. President Biden, go ahead. He has no idea what he's talking about. Here's the deal. is I will accept it and he will too you know why because once the winner is declared after all the all the ballots are counted all the votes are counted that'll be the end of it that'll be the end of it and if me in fact fine if it's if it's not me I'll support the outcome and I'll be a president not just for the democrats I'll be a president for democrats and republicans and and this guy what is like honest okay. ballot count. gentlemen we you say that's the end of this this is the I end of this today this ballot count we're going to leave it there too. uh to be nope. continued as in more debates as, as we go on uh, it's been an interesting hour and a half i want to thank you both okay yeah all right um as uh we see uh you know we apologize for the for the uh, sound being off uh so the sound was kind of off track tonight um but we did have a video and did and we buy you sound uh so it's been a long night I don't know if Brother Augustus uh, survived it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> oh, you survived? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, it was a long, it was, it was, it was a, a long drawn up, drawn out, drawn out battle, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, back to the White House we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so... You know, man. I, I, you know, I took some notes, man. Um, you know, to, to to bring us back to the very beginning of, um, you know, of this thing. Um, and once again, for those, uh, we thank those uh, everybody for tuning in and um, and watching um, our our you know version of the um, presidential debate. Uh, and you know, um, and. Hope you come by and um, or stick stick around for uh, just our short summary of what we observed and you know get some you know get our insight on uh, what was observed. Uh, you know I, I took the liberty to do do some fact checking uh, on factchecker.com uh, or dot org. Uh, so I, I went you know got a couple of lines for us, uh, brother. If that's okay, very good. Uh, you know like uh, like for example, you know. Um, you know, but, but before we do that, you know, you know, let me just get your initial, get your initial overall impression, man. Um, you know, and then I, I, I give you mine. All right. Uh, um, on on uh, the, <clears throat> excuse me, on the whole uh, debate uh, altogether, or uh, just on anything specific, or. Yeah, all together, you know, and then, you know, we'll, we'll take Pacific Danes, you know, maybe after, you know, uh, after we go through this rundown. All right. Um, first of all, uh, man, there, there, there was a lot of, uh, there, there was a lot of, um, uh, I'll say, I'll say exposure. <laughs> in right. this one. Uh, a lot of people's uh, dirt, a lot of people's laundry in there. But um, 
a lot of dirt on a lot of what's been happening behind the scenes and some stuff that we've pretty much been covering, you know, this, this whole year, brother. And, uh, yeah, a, a lot of stuff that, excuse me, uh, a lot of stuff that, um, we, we were aware of some things that we couldn't necessarily, uh, cover, um, it, the narrative that I was kind of getting Biden, it seemed like he was going more so in the, uh, um, let me get the vote. Let me get your vote saying pretty much what we want to hear. Yeah. Uh, Trump on the other hand was doing the exact opposite saying what he didn't really care if anyone wanted to hear, but, um, everything seemed factual because a lot of the, uh, a lot of the things that we covered, uh, we, we, you know, we heard many of the similar uh, uh, things being brought up by Trump, you know, um, Biden, he didn't really bring up too many of the things that we've been discussing. And of course, the topics, he has to cover certain topics, but I mean, it, it didn't seem like there were too many solutions. And even for the things that, that there were solutions, um, I mean, they, they don't sound too promising, you know. I don't know, you know, it, 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 I, I may be looking at the gray hair a little too much, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot of gray hair today. Yeah. So, you know, um, and man, you know, for, for a minute there, I thought, you know, they were going to come to, to the middle of the floor and, you know, and duke it out. So, <laughs> you know, oh, so, man. You know, uh, yeah, there was some personal attacks, you know, um, that happened and, you know, what, what we witness here is definitely, you know, um, what get, you know, get obviously gets displayed, you know, in, in the media a lot with the, uh, the, the, the refusal to, to work with the president, uh, the the you know the the obvious um, um, uh, refusal for uh, uh, I guess cohesiveness um, mm. in in our in, you know um, in our government government you know uh, you know you know, people don't want to um, give us a, a you know a a plan that will at least say okay well. I'm going to listen to this plan and, mm-hmm. and, and it's going to be a partisan um, type type of plan that we can work together, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, should, should I become president, you know, um, I, and I will still elicit some help from the other side uh, mm-hmm. to get some ideas. Uh, but, you know, but obviously, you know, when, when you got people that's too far, you know, uh, too far serving to their to their party, you know. Which you know, like I, you can clearly see, you know, uh, I, I, you know, you, Joe Biden put that out right right off the back. He said, you know, I'm the platform, you know, right. uh, I'm, you know, like you know, like uh, I approve what's on that platform, you know, like um, yeah. so, so you know, so you're running off just what the parties you you clearly running off what the party's saying, and you, you you're clearly. Uh, running the same, same old, same old traditional uh, politic um, uh, ru- routine, you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 
or was it what they call a, a stand a stand up uh <laughs> yeah yeah stand up <laughs> yeah so you just get you know so this this you know we we got this saying you know so yeah he immediately you know put on the um politician gloves uh and you know whereas you know um trump is not a politician and you know um and he gave us that uh so looking at some of the facts you know so you know what was presented um um with healthcare that was the first thing they they tackled uh so you know there was two things out of there that like you know kind of jumped out uh right away uh with like you know uh there's this claim that like um um that you know that, that Trump doesn't have a plan uh or um and that like um uh, nobody, you know, once the plan is enacted that like, you know, it's going to leave a lot of people, um, uninsured, you know, um, there's this huge, they all, uh, Joe Biden keeps bringing up this huge number. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the truth is, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, the truth is, yeah, uh, Trump wasn't, hasn't really revealed what the plan will be. Yeah. And the kind of the part of the reason that is, you know, again, it kind of makes sense is because like uh, this, there's currently um, a, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the Obamacare um, is kind of being, uh, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of fighting that right now uh, with the Supreme court. Mm-hmm. And um, that's set, set to be heard uh, in the fall. That's, that's California versus Texas. Mm. Um, and the official decision on, um, you know, on the actual, you know, um, legal legality of um, Obamacare um, and, and you know, and getting that, you know, uh, officially repealed, you know, there, there will not be no decision made until next year. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the problem with like, you know, this whole like huge number about, you know, oh yeah, all these people are going to lose, Healthcare is like okay. It's only six percent of the population that gets coverage in the individual market. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so like, you know, what do you mean six percent? That's not really large. Yeah. And, and, and um, the other four, and then forty-nine percent uh, have employer-based uh, plans. You know, so mm-hmm. and uh, and the reason why you know people are losing healthcare right now uh, is because a lot of people are losing their jobs due to COVID-19. Mm. So if, you know, if you, if you think about it, like, okay, if I was c- covered by my employer already, um, I either have to do one or two things. I either got to switch mm-hmm. or I'm going to be you know, uninsured if I can't afford it. Yeah. You know, so which if there's only six, six percent of the population taking, taking part and participating in the individual market, mm-hmm. you know, that tells you that like, you know, either it sucks mm-hmm. or nobody's just not interested in it. Right. You know, so, right. you know, or they got something else. They stuck with what they already had. Yeah. You know, so, and then, um, yeah, so that was the two, that was things. So, uh, so what is your thing about, you know, the healthcare, you know, you, you heard, you know, um, based just based on that. All right. Well, um, you know, um, uh, uh, for, well, personally, uh, healthcare that that hasn't really been one of my um, uh, uh, biggest concerns, uh, mainly because you know I, I've never really had to deal with it uh, throughout my experience of uh, uh, employment and working. But um, uh, one thing that I can say, uh, Biden, he came in, he uh, sounded very convincing. What uh, what he was talking about, what he was uh, bringing up. 
But, um, you know, it, it sounds like he's trying to go back to the Obamacare, you know, ways. And he brought up Medicaid and, you know, the uh, how people would pretty much have to transition back and forth to make things work. And um, Trump, when he came in, it sound, sounded like he's just trying to, you know, <laughs> get rid of everything. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, of course, it sounds like he has a plan. Um, one thing that I can say, though, uh, in, in terms of uh, uh, both sides, when Obama was in office, um, whenever I would hear anyone complain about Obama, it was usually that health care. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's people are still complaining about it now, you know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, yeah, so, yeah, that that's uh, really, 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 uh, you know, interesting to me um that like you know they 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 you know they can want to continue to advertise that thing like it's the greatest greatest thing on earth you know um mm. i i mean i just i mean yeah i mean it's something you know you know it's a plan but you know like okay you know you you know it's not you know like you know the, the your the idea was to cover everybody but right. when you when you only got six percent of the population currently only you know uh, of individuals that's participating in your market already right um and then the other 49 percent is based upon people who got jobs yeah and everybody else is just you know still sticking to like you know state state covered coverage or like you know or like um stuff you know stuff something that's already been working for them mm-hmm. you know like you know, what are you really offering me that, you know? So yeah. it's like, uh, you know, so like, you know, why not like, you know, look what, uh, look, look for an alternative, um, especially if it's uh, not really like, you know, uh, helping, you know? So I, I, I've heard, you know, people, you know, say like, oh, you know, like, you know, Obamacare has like, you know, increased my prescriptions, you know, like uh, I didn't have to pay for prescription for it, but now I have to, you know, so now I'm about to get off, off this uh, Obamacare and like, you know, try to, you know, um, try to get state state sponsored insurance or you know mm. so you know so i've heard different different things you know that you know um uh about it you know uh and and then it's people who never had coverage before that you know obviously that's part of that six percent but it's mm. few i you know yeah i i don't have it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so um yeah <laughs> yeah um but one thing trump has enacted you know that part of health care is like you know uh, the thing he did with the, the uh, with the vets um so he enacted something with the vets mm. uh you know to, and um we get to see you know uh, what's going to be the long long-term effects of that mm-hmm. uh me being a vet personally um you know like i'm starting to see some some differences you know uh, mm-hmm. they don't really look too bad or already you know um but mm-hmm. i i, I want to continue to see what it's going to look like you yeah. know before I, I i judge it completely so you know so maybe the plan he has uh he may he he, he just don't want to reveal 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 it yet until he can get this decision yeah you know, which would make sense yeah and that sounds like trump yeah yeah um so Another thing was about COVID nineteen, you know. So the next next thing they uh, went into was COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so they always saying that like uh, Trump, uh, you know, um, didn't really do anything about COVID nineteen. Um, that was the big attack, and then um, and then Trump he always say like, well, you know, I did a travel ban, travel ban, travel ban. Uh, well, like the truth is that like um, 
uh, on February 29th, Trump expanded travel restrictions to Iran after Azar uh, declared the first public health emergency for COVID-19 on January 31st. Mm. So he, you know, it wasn't that like he was sitting on his book, you know, saying, mm. you know, like he he kind of like followed suit after Azar mm. uh, declared a public health emergency across the globe. Yeah. You know, um, so like, you know, and that wasn't until January 31st. And so like everybody has this information, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so if you kind of look at it, it's like nobody did nothing. Right, right, right. You know, it's just like who had the better plan, yeah. um, you know, um, better plan to react uh, or or to uh, to respond to, to. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner this pandemic mm-hmm. um and you know and i think you know when when you don't have when you have people who's kind of like you know running around with their heads cut off hmm. um or you know too busy playing politics yeah. you know um they're not they're not suited or well well equipped to put together uh or work with work with the president uh to you know come up with a solution yeah. uh, and, and 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 deploy that right away yeah. So, you know, I'll let you respond to that. Well, um, yeah, that, you know, uh, the, the COVID, the COVID thing, um, that was a real good opportunity for, uh, Biden to kind of, you know, uh, cut Trump's legs off, uh, if you will, uh, to kind of trip him, um, uh, because, uh, that, that scenario, I mean, the way it popped off, um, Trump was going after China real tough, real mm-hmm. tough around that time. And, um, Trump brought that up, but that was really Biden's opportunity to kind of shift it on Trump to kind of, you know, I think Biden should have came at Trump harder for that. But yeah. as we see, you know, Biden didn't really get to, uh, get much in <laughs> at all. So, uh, Trump, what he did was it, it, it kind of appeared like he uh, used the travel bans that he was doing as if it was for uh, COVID, uh, like you just uh, brought up in the uh, yeah. Back- which, which again, it wasn't travel bans; it was travel restrictions that like right. really came out of like you know the public health emergency. You know, for like that was kind of like they 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 had already enacted the travel restrictions on China anyways, you know, that had already been enacted January 31st. It's just that like Trump took it a step further and say, well, 
we don't want these countries, these countries, these countries either. Yeah. You know, uh, which kind of made sense, you know, uh, in a sense, like, okay, you know, let's just block, let's just blockade the whole entire country, you know, um, for, you yeah. know, nobody in, nobody out for a while. Yeah. But, you know, if, if one thing that we can't forget, though, is Trump was sending people back to their country before yeah. COVID even popped off. And right. when he, when he was doing that with Mexico, it, it made, you know, it, it made a lot of sense because of the catastrophe that was happening with the uh, uh, immigration. But when he was sending people back from China, you know, back to China, that didn't make so much sense. But now COVID happened. Now it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, there's probably a lot more people that will be more willing to send people back now more than ever, you know. But, um, of course, I don't want to go there because that goes into many other, you know, that goes into race and many other uh, yeah. topics. But, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's he, he did send people back, but it wasn't because of COVID. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Biden also made made a lot of claims about like, you know, he got this. Uh, claimed that he just reaching, he reaches all the time for like, you know, saying that like, um, it's data out there that like, uh, Trump could have prevented all U.S. deaths, you know, like, you know, all is like a real, like, <laughs> large word to use, <laughs> like all U.S. deaths from, uh, COVID-19. Yeah. Um, but fact checker, uh, comes back to say there's no research or data that says that like all U.S. deaths could have been prevented from COVID-19. Right. Um, you know, in fact, there's even like, you know, um, countries like New Zealand uh, and other like countries like Rwanda that like has even the best of the best, um, you know, defense against COVID-19 right now uh, mm. with their plans in place that still has some deaths, uh, even if it's a small number. Well, you said who was that? Uh, Ro- Rwanda and um, um, New Zealand. Okay. Wow. You know, so there, there's no research or, or data that backs that up. Uh, no matter how many times you hear that in commercials, no matter how many times you hear Biden or Democrats say that, mm-hmm. um, that's just absolutely a flat out, um, this <laughs> flat out flaws. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Biden also says, um, you know, like that, that the director of CDC said that wearing masks would have saved 100,000 U.S. people from dying of COVID-19 hmm. uh, between now and um, January. Um, but that projection that uh, actually came from the University of Washington uh, Institution for um, uh, Health Metrics and Evaluation, hmm. which is like if you you know like want to think compare that to like um high school basketball <laughs> that's like uh <laughs> that's that's like the uh the junior varsity <laughs> wow team, team to the uh to the to a uh a division three <laughs> a college team <laughs> wow <laughs> so uh research level so you know like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh that's that you know he shouldn't be saying that you know yeah. um that it would save a hundred thousand U.S. lives, you know, and that it came from the director of CDC. Wow. That did not come from the director of CDC. Wow. Uh, that actually comes from a different place. Which, which again, that's like saying that's like saying the junior varsity team would beat the the Los Angeles Lake Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, you know, which which we you know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh you my know, goodness! So. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. So this this whole COVID nineteen thing, you know, um, you know, uh, what you know, what is your opinion about you know, um, you know, about the handling, you know, of uh, of it right now, and you know, um, seeing seeing how how we are in it, you know, uh, I know we we didn't talked a lot about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we talked we talked about like you know how how they've been spending the narrative on this, and you know fear mugging us for a long time and now that like i'm getting some of these facts <laughs> so yeah. like to pack it you know like um it kind of like really enlarges what we've been talking about talking about for a long time yeah well um excuse me um if you if you look at it um and i don't want to go too far on this because we we have hours of this that we already discussed on this but yeah. um when when it comes to covid uh, in itself, this is one of the first um, um, flu-like um, flu-like uh, attacks, catastrophes that has hit America so hard. And if you look at China, you look at Japan, they've been dealing with issues like this for decades, for a while now. And um, they've been wearing masks for a while now. And we haven't seen anything go away with them. They just learn how to get through with it. They learn how to live with it. They learn how to cope with it. Um, even if it meant uh, opening, you know, reopening their cities. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry to say there's some cities, uh, a lot of cities in China is a big place that hasn't been right. reopened and they're actually called ghost towns. Now we're mm-hmm. talking, we're talking 40 story, uh, buildings, you know, skyscrapers mm-hmm. in the sky, completely empty, and cities full of, you know, so um, they've learned how to cope with it, though. And those are just some of the symptoms of coping with a catastrophe like that. Now, between these two presidents, um, or two candidates, excuse me, um, it's, it's a real, it, it's a real double-edged sword, because what I'm not looking at is who could get rid of this thing. What I'm looking at is how is how how are they going to go about dealing with it? Right. Because I'm not looking at COVID as if it's going to go away. We all want it to go away, but in the in the case that it doesn't, uh, or or in the in the uh, theory that it doesn't, um, how are we going to get through it? Are we going to get through it like uh, like a country that you know uh wants to kind of take the punches or are we gonna punch back kind of like china does and like japan does and you know all the all of the other countries that dealt with these things they they punch back when these flus and these uh um, diseases come through you know so i want to go with the one that kind of wants to punch back Definitely. You know, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. And, um, you know, it, it's important to have someone who's willing to uh, balance uh, between, you know, ensuring, ensuring that people uh, can still enjoy the uh, they same quality of life uh, and, you know, also, uh, also uh, mitigate through, uh, through this crisis uh, in a way where, you know, you, you still uh looking for ways to eliminate it and also um, informing people how they can keep themselves safe away from uh, safe, you know, safe uh, during it. And, you know, looking for advanced uh, advancements and ways to do that. Uh, 
mm-hmm. um, and not just, you know, um, constantly telling people like, hey, you know, um, you got to lock, you got to lock down. You know, yeah. uh, that's the only way we know to prevent against it. But, you know, when that's not true, you know, when, mm-hmm. you know, we, 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 we have um, witnessed that like, hey, you know, if you social distance, if you uh, wash your hands, if you, you know, uh, uh, do all the things that, you know, you would do, you know, for for a flu or any other illness, you know, um, you can still live live life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, then, yeah, the next, yeah, so um, there was a thing about, um, uh, sp- speaking of, like, you know, protection, you know, he, um, uh, Biden falsely claimed that uh, Trump wouldn't provide masks to schools, um, but there was actually a, a federal program that that paid for masks. Uh, that that program ended, but another one distributed up to like 125 million uh, masks for schools, um, and um, you know, which 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 is amazing to me. Mm. Uh, you know, so like these schools have these supplies, but. You know, some of these cities don't want to open up, you know, open the schools up, you know, and yeah. um, allow students to come back. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, so I, I'm I'm wondering, OK, so what did they do with the mask? then? you know, so, um, you know, these these schools that like receive these masks or the money, mm-hmm. you know, so like did yeah. they just keep the money? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, so and just decided like, OK, we're not going to open it up to school, but we're going to keep the money, yeah. you know? So that's kind of, you know, like um, kind of suspicious and, you know, and, you know, um, and we know that, you know, some of these cities, you know, some of these people that sit on these boards, um, these uh, school boards, they can get very, um, very tricky with the money, you know, uh, and with, and how they distribute the money and uh, any type of federal grant money. You see a, a huge check come through. They get very happy. Yeah. Um. You know, so or they or they get a huge bit of supplies and they'll try to sell them. You know, they'll sell them to the private schools. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I I I didn't heard like cases like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, so you know, while our public school uh, students are like you know suffering, you know, or in like and being forced to like make it make do with what 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 we got to do uh, with what they have and do what we got to do you know we got you know private private uh schools you know like you know opening up you know that they they got masks they got you know got everything you know um i mean they even got the mask designed with the school logos on it i i didn't see wow. seen that you know um wow but you know but like they, you know but then you know, then you get to these public school superintendents come out and say, oh, you know, the federal government doesn't care about us. Uh, 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 oh, we're not getting the proper funding, you know, and, and that's that's just a plain lie. Right. You know. Um, so, what? you know, yeah, I mean, that disgusts me, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you, and you you always hear Democrats always yelling like, oh, you know, like, um, you know, public schools, you know, we before, before the public school, like. You know, maybe you should ask your the, your appointed superintendents and you know the people who you know who's um you know running this money. What 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 are they doing? What what they're really doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. It's very true. It's a, it's a lot of um. I, I would say there's a lot of under the table stuff happening, but um, yeah. 
I mean, the the table has so much paperwork on it right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you going to move under the table, you know? But I think it's a lot of, um, I think it's mainly panic, you know. Uh, a, certain, a certain organization will get hit. Uh, they'll feel like uh, they'll, they'll feel like the bigger organizations could help out, but in reality, they're forgetting that the bigger organizations got hit first. You know, it's 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 a lot of panic, and um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it's it's really interesting, man. You know, um, I find that I, you know that you know when I looked at that, you know, I, it really got me either thinking like, man, Jesus Christ, you know, no wonder why like <laughs> why they don't want um, school tr- school choice. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, they okay. they need the numbers they need the numbers to present to the federal government to get to get the money that you know that's that's ours. Yeah. You know, but our students don't get it. Right, because then they just turn around and just sell whatever they spend the money on to to private schools right. anyway, right. <laughs> for their own personal personal gain. So this is crazy. Yeah, uh, what happens here? Yeah, it really um, is. So, um, you know, so then the next thing they went into was um, just uh, about the crime. Um, they went into crime next. Um, um, and there was there was just a lot of back and forth action there, and um, a lot of comparison of the administrations, and um, and you know uh, there there was a the, the big big thing was the big bottom line question was um, is crime was is crime down now versus under Obama and you know the what the facts is is that crime actually is down and it's declined since Trump took office uh the the rates actually started to rise during Obama's uh final two years mm-hmm. um so they were down for a while but then they, they started to rise the last two years he was in office mm-hmm. um you know so you know um you know, so I, you know, and yeah, I'm not really surprised by that. Um, you know, what are your take on that, brother? And um, we, and we almost through through what we got here. All right. Um. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, the the last two years of Obama's um uh, being in office was Armageddon for the streets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Man, I remember that man. Man, yeah, somebody was getting killed almost every day. Yeah, and it, it was even to the point where those in the um, in the uh, higher uppers they were getting scared to do business in certain cities, you know, certain states. Yeah, and uh, we're not talking in the not to do business in the hood, no, to do business in the higher upper areas of different right. cities and different states. You know, people were scared to do business in Chicago. And uh, I remember when Trump was actually uh, um, when he was um, campaigning, he brought that up. He said he knows people that's scared to go to Chicago, you know. And um, of course, that's before he uh, um, uh, went against Hillary. But you know, that's that's crazy. They they Chicago (laughs) was uh, so bad. This is Obama's, you know, hometown. It was so. It was so bad in the last two years. They got the street name Chirac. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. that's how that's how bad it got. And um, 
you know, uh, but I do yeah, remember. That, that did happen underneath his administration where they got the nickname. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. That's wild. Yeah. yeah you know, that, that does remind me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think people have a short term, short, short memory there, you know, so people tend to forget that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, we got to, you know, uh, put. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11, 2022 and December 31, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We, so we got a we got a uh, point against um, Trump. He he said that uh, Biden said um, this, the the famous super predator uh, phrase that that actually came from Hillary Clinton. So, oh, right. <laughs> so yeah, so that yeah, so that was Hillary Clinton. That yeah, sounds that like the, Hillary. The, yeah, that the fa- that famous super predator uh, phrase and and uh, and then the the peaceful protest uh, that was another. Uh, false misleading. That's very misleading. Um, you know because um, you know he he kept saying that like you know these peaceful protests aren't peaceful. Some some are, some aren't. You know yeah. so you know um, you know so that that can be very misleading. And then um, and then the the whole condemnment of the white supremacists. Um, they said he has never condemned them. That's yes. actually false. Um, so right after the rally in Charlottesville, uh, Charlottesville in 2017, mm-hmm. he condemned he condemns white supremacists twice mm. um, and neo Nazi um, Nazism. He he even released a a a, a, a White House statement directly mm. from the White House. Mm. Um, so something that has never happened. Wow. And um, it, it was really historic. Wow. Uh, it was a historical uh, letter that was released from the White House. Wow. Uh, and um, it, no one out of the White House has never condemned white supremacists. And he was the first in, uh, I think he would have been the first in president to do it. Wow. Um, without worry about backlash. Wow. That's amazing. So, so yeah, I would be irritated too if you you know want me to do it over and over again, you know, like and saying that I never did it, yeah. I would feel a little irritated too, like you know, and calling me a liar, like you know, yeah. So I, I can see why he was getting kind of irritated by it, yeah, uh, because like you know he did something historical and then getting no credit credit for it, yeah, and um and now he, they you know people constantly align align him with that, uh, so. wow, that's good history right there though that's. That's something that we could tell our grandkids. Yeah. Um, anything about that uh, before we move on, Paul? Um, Yeah, I mean, I mean, we. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna go too deep into it, uh, but you know, we we know we know how the system works. We know how the higher upper works. Um, 
you know, ever since uh, Reagan, we've seen what the people with the power were willing to do to keep the power. And, uh, you know, for those that don't know, I'm talking about uh, Reagan's um, tactics to, um, uh, to boost the economy, to, to revamp the economy uh, per se. And uh, he called it, um, well, today we call it trickled up, trickled down economics. And it's where mm-hmm. the rich gets richer and the poor gets poorer so that the people with the money uh, supposedly are more responsible with it and will be more responsible with it for the sake of everyone. But of course, you know, we know that's not, <laughs> we, we, we know that's not moral. That's, that sounds like a, something that, um, one of our uh, favorite supervillains would do, you know, but um, saying that to say this in terms of uh, white supremacy, you know, the, the system is ran off of, you know, the same way. Uh, There's still a lot of legislations and laws that uh, and amendments that could still be taken out that needs to be taken out because they don't favor every culture in America still to this day, you know, so, um, you know, it, it, it will make sense that they wouldn't credit someone for undoing some of those uh, wrongs and for uh, reprimanding someone that does some of those wrongs, especially if they if um, they go by the name of Donald J. Trump. Yeah, exactly. And and just to give you guys the exact uh, date that was, that was August 14th, 2017, the statement uh, and quote, KKK, neo-Nazi, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. Mm. Uh, so that was the um, that line right there is the key line um, to that statement. Mm. Um, you know, so yeah, man, you know that's that's pretty wild. Um, and you're right about that. You know, so you know if they want to keep it that keep things the way it is, they're gonna do everything they can to keep things the way it is. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in terms of like China, you know, uh, and this is another one, one another one. Um, uh, speaking of keeping things the way it is, um, so uh, Biden claimed that we have the largest trade de- deficit with China. Um, now would that would have been true two years ago, but not now. Right. Uh, so uh, fact check revealed that like um, our trade deficit is actually, you know, the, the best has ever been. Um, you know, so, um, after two years, um, we, there's, it's been fixed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of false things come out of, out of these people's mouths sometimes, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, and then the whole issue with Hunter Biden, you know, um, you know, so, um, so yeah, so he served on the board of, um, uh, Burisma, uh, a Ukrainian energy co- company from uh, April 4th, uh, 2014 to April 2019, mm. and on the Chinese Equity Fund Board, um, BHR Partners, into 2019, mm. uh, which um, I found I find that very, you know, like, you know, I, I raising, you know, so that like he will have these ties to like, um, you know, that he had these very close ties to China mm. and Ukraine. I mean, I guess you can work wherever you want to work. Uh, be a board member wherever you work, want to work on but you know if you look at the the years you know so 2014 um you know so like you know i, I believe his dad would have been still kind of uh in office you know so yeah mm. you know, serving as vice president so mm. uh, 
so yeah, so you know, so some of those assertions uh, that you know um, that's that's kind of being raised, and some of those questionable questionable things are, you know, kind of <clears throat> yeah, kind of kind of kind of leading leading to something, yeah. you know. So you know, um, and people might want to investigate that a little bit more. Yeah. Um. Wow. And uh, then we got two more line items here um, before we close on out for the night. Uh, the Green New Deal, you know, uh, so um, there's some some current some some concerns with this, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then like um, Trump, he makes a lot of outlandish uh, statements about uh, against the Green Green New Deal. You know, <laughs> like uh, he like he, he says, like, you know, he, he goes to the stream, you know, with, with a lot of stuff. He says, you know, there's not going to be no more cows, no more airplanes, <laughs> <laughs> trains and none of that. You know, so like, uh, I mean. Yeah, so it, it makes you think, though, because like a lot of what the Green New Deal requires, you know, it's, it's asking for net zero emissions, mm-hmm. you know, so net zero emissions, you know, that means nothing, you know, uh, in, in meaning, uh methane, you know, uh, or, you know, uh, carbon dioxide, uh, you know, something that like can cause pollution to the air. So like, you know, so I guess, you know, as Trump hearing it, you know, it sounds to him like, okay, yeah, and they're going to be, you know, they're going to get rid of everything that produces, like, you know, um, pollution. You know, that would, yeah, you know, if you looked at, if you took it literally, you know, yeah, it would make more sense. But like, and then, then but if you really look at the plan, you ask yourself, well, you know, they're trying to achieve this by 2050. That's really, really kind of short yeah. uh, trying to trying to do that. And then if you, yeah, you, you really are, literally are going to try to have to get rid of every. <laughs> yeah everything every everything that's like you know that you asking for yeah. um i have to make that happen and um but it is very promising though uh because like you know it, it will create jobs uh that's one thing it will do it will um uh help you know um it, it possibly could help uh with like some of the issues we have in um you know in terms of like you know um pollution mm-hmm. um it, but you know it you know, so it just got some concerns, you know, to it, and um, so uh, what 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 Trump was um pointing to, you know, that's the more the extreme end on it, but like you mm-hmm. know, but if you look at the Green New Deal, it, it makes you wonder, like, okay, how are they going to achieve achieve right. uh, net zero emission though by twenty fifty? That's that's really a short gap. Yeah. Uh, so you know, um, but it's not to discount that it's not possible, but you know, uh, but to cut it that short you know is that's you know like that's like that's in 30 years yeah uh, so you know um so yeah and then the last thing you know that they kind of left off on was like the mail-in ballots the integ- uh, the integrity of the election uh so uh this one um yeah this this is going you know like to wrap wrap things up <laughs> like mm-hmm. from on my end you know mm-hmm. i i think all in all the 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 mail-in ballots is gonna make everything so confusing. Yeah, uh, it's gonna make everything so long. And you know, if if no lawsuits come out of this, you know, uh, from either party, uh, I'll be surprised, man. Yeah, you know, um, but there's gonna be a lot of people upset. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's really gonna come down to the courts and the laws, and the lawyers, the the courts, the judges. I think that's what it's really going to come down to, and uh, the investigations, of course. Um, 
but you know, I mean, we could we could say the whole um, the the whole presidency, you know, will be uh, uh, based on you know uh, the 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 court system and the lawyers and the judges and how they handle those ballots, because like you said, yeah, it's 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 going to be a um, it's going to be a show. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's definitely going to be a show. Um, and this has been a show. <laughs> so <laughs> quite been quite the show. And it's, 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 it's always good, brother. It's always good to, you know, talk to you. And, um, yes, I, I yes. think, um, this has probably been one of our, our, our best shows here. Um, you know, we, we have had many good shows, but, you know, to be able to showcase something like this and be a part of, uh, something like this, yeah. uh, especially with like not knowing what, you know, what's going to happen, you know, uh, on election day, yeah. um, you know, as, especially with all the, the controversy uh, headed, you know, heading into this and, you know, um, and to end with mail-in ballots being part of <laughs> part of the controversy you know, that's going to be behind that uh, and part of the driving force of like, you know, uh, how 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 long this thing, you know, goes out. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm quite quite honored, brother, and quite privileged, man, you know, um, uh, as 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 an american you know mm-hmm. i don't think it get any better than this <laughs> so yeah. like yes, to, to be a part of like you know uh what what, what we witness here tonight um yeah uh, what you know um, what we're going to witness in the coming months I, you know um you know i'm not afraid you know um i, I you know i know we we have a, a higher power yeah. uh, that's protecting that's going to protect uh, those who uh, are you know um, definitely who recognize him? Yeah, yes indeed, yes indeed. Yeah, yeah. This is uh this this was uh definitely a privilege, and uh, like you said, uh, when it comes to being a being an American, man, it doesn't get better than this. And um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, this is um, this is really you know, I think everyone uh. Every every true American's true responsibility to look into these things, and, yeah. And um, because it's our responsibility to you know take care of our country to to stay involved to be involved, and um, we've been encouraging people. We always have. We always will encourage people to get involved because when we see things that we don't like, and we know what we can do about it, you know that's the best thing to do. And to make sure that we keep, like you said, our higher power to keep God in mind while we're doing it, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's just a blessing to uh, be able to get involved. Some people can't do this in their countries, you know. No, they can't, you know, and especially what we just did tonight. And, yeah. and then, you know, so, you know, it's truly a blessing. And, you know, um, no matter what they say about our country, you know, um, no matter what the people in our country is saying about <laughs> our country right now, I, you know, I, I, for one, you know, still feel like it's a, it's a good country. Yeah. Uh, we're great. We're great potential and, uh, with, with amazing individuals and, you know, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm just grateful, man. You know, I, I think if you don't have that, that ounce of gratitude, you can't, you can't, you can't love life. Yeah. And I, I think people need to be, you know, be grateful, um, you know, for what, what they have and, um, you know, and, and, and don't, and don't get caught up in, 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 in the, um, divisive language. Don't get caught up in the lies, yeah. look into stuff yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, um, 
listen to independent platforms like us, we not we not swaying you whatsoever. You know, um, I'm not telling you who to vote for. You know, um, I just gave you the facts. You know, so yeah, um, yeah you know, seeing like a lot of a lot of the facts was like you know kind of you know like um, kind of they kind of lean kind of heavily towards you know um, uh, Trump tonight, you know, like um, mm-hmm. in his favor tonight. But but that's because like you know Biden's been like in this thing for a long time. Yeah, but. So yeah, he you know so but like they they both they both said a lot of misleading things. But um, looking at the fact checker, you know, um, seems like um, uh, Trump won this one um, in terms of facts. Um, now, who won the debate? That's up to you to decide. You know, yeah. I, I don't get into all of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but I, I look more at the facts. I look, I look at like you know where I'm at currently in this situation, uh, and you know, either way, you know, um, I'm gonna continue to serve you guys. You know, the audience. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, you know, um, brother Gustus is too. Yes, so sir. Um, we ready to you know continue to do what we what we love doing. So, uh, anything else, my brother? Before we close on out, we got about one minute. Um, uh, that's pretty much it. You know, this was a uh, pleasure. Um, you know, I'm more than willing to do this on the next uh, debate. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna do this on election night. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. That'd be that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, ho- hopefully, we won't have to report any you know riots in the street or nothing like that. So yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully not. But everyone, yeah, stay stay wise, everyone. Glad uh, that you guys were able to tune in with us. Absolutely, indeed. Yeah. All right, All right everybody. Uh, thank you guys so much. Until next time, um, I'm one of your hosts, Marcus Hart. To my right and my left on the phone. Yes, sir. Uh, my good brother, God Pill, Augustus V. There go his website right there. We've been flashing it all night. AugustusVaughn.com, you know, you can find find him there. Uh, and of course, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Marcus Hart, Marcus underscore Hart. You know, so uh, leave me a little follow if you're on Twitter. Uh, otherwise, uh, you can catch the whole entire network's information at transformu.us. Feel free to like share this wonderful episode recorded with somebody you know, somebody you don't know. That's always appreciated as well. So many blessings. Peace. And lots of love. What's up, family? My people, my people. I hope you enjoyed another episode of the God Peel Wisdom Show. This is the only show where you can try the God Peel to take on God's wisdom with Brother Augustus V and Brother Marcus. Make sure you tune in every week on Tuesday nights for exclusive live feeds. And make sure you catch any random episode that may come your way. You can follow us exclusively on IG at God Pill Wisdom. That's at God Pill Wisdom, exactly how it sounds. Don't forget to check out our network partner at Transform You Network. That's Transform the Letter U Network. Get connected, stay connected. Until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 